0: Beyond, 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 beyond. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 382 of IGN's podcast, Beyond the number one PlayStation podcast in the universe. Woo! Uh, I am your host, Max Scoville. Hi, I'm new. <laughs> With me, Brian Altano, <laughs> Marty Sliva. Hey, everybody, and Jared Petty. Greetings. all of All of you guys are more well known to our audience than I am. This is terrifying. This is a new thing. This is a new generation. I'm scared out of my mind. You don't have to be scared. You got. You, you have an old orange. This is homemade morphine.
1: Just, okay, is, well, there
0: we are. I was explaining this before we started. This is. I'm. I of course in in preparation of of, uh, of taking on this massive, just uh, tremendous responsibility of the most popular podcast on IGN mm-hmm. uh, as the new guy. Uh, my immune system has just crumbled like a like a, a Dickensian orphan in the streets, <laughs> Okay. Uh, and I'm, I'm just fighting off the beginnings of a cold. So that means that I'm basically approaching this like like Batman in The Dark Knight Returns towards, okay. towards the end, and I'm just like I'm gonna fight this with pills the best way I can. Okay, homemade morphine is is three emergencies no. in a liter of water with no. a five-hour energy on top.
2: Yeah, that's Crit- not street, street legal. I
0: don't yeah. think it is. No, Crit- it's it's David Blaine street magic.
3: regular <laughs> does chicken wings. you <laughs> do homemade morphine. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. That's
0: so yeah, we should probably address the fact that this is this is a new this is a new thing, mm-hmm. and we are not the guys who they're used to. And um, I don't, I really don't want to screw this up. You know, I just yeah. want to say hi, hello, everybody. It's yeah. it's really nice to be here. We um, wave a lot now. Yeah. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys. So if you're tuning into this, thank you, and um, I hope that we can, uh, you know, find our find our stride, find our yeah. find our rhythm. And like we were, uh, Max and I were talking about last week uh, on
3: 381, which was Greg and Collins' last episode. Uh, So Max and I are going to be on here every week. Well, as much as whatever every week means to me, because I said I was going to be on here every week, and then I was on every other
2: week because they sent me to weird places. Please just give everyone some level of commitment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Half of us will be here always, and none of us will be here never, but some of us will be here sometimes. This
0: is a a labyrinth uh, uh, riddle. You're like the dad in boyhood. Yeah. You show up every three or four years. You're like, hey, guys, I got a new guitar. What's up? But we're
3: going to be, uh, this is going to be a different show. Obviously, we're different people. We're yeah. not going to try to emulate the amazing thing that that Kirk and Colin did. But yeah. we're gonna, you know, we're gonna take what they did best, which was just open the dialogue with the with the fans, with mm-hmm. the community, with the listeners. And this is not this is not us talking to you. This is talking with you, which you're gonna see because I printed out notes.
2: Yeah, I script. don't. I don't. I don't, yeah. I don't think anybody is here is attempting to to be like a like a cover version of your favorite band. We just want to make some new music. So mm. let's get out there and smash some guitars. Yeah. I think or the thing Vita's.
0: We, we realized is, <laughs>
1: no, don't do that. Okay, not they're, they're not right to Smash, smash the, Vita. the Vitas. It's broken. a lovely handheld. All right. Uh, smash
3: the PSP Goes. Jeez, I'm sorry well, about the We can, the we can
1: in fact, smash the P- yeah. PSP Goes. That's, smash that's the good. pocket stations. So There we go. All of the pocket stations. That's, that sounds like an album yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't know Yeah, an opportunity to come together and celebrate all things PlayStation that are worth celebrating and make fun of all things PlayStation that are worth making fun of. It's a great great combination. And some
3: of the things are going to stay the same. Some things are going to change. Some segments are going to go away. Mm -hmm. We're going to have some new segments, Mm -hmm. one of which we're going to debut later, which
1: we're all pretty stoked for. Um, Yeah, so it should be cool. It's sorcery in action. I'm so excited, you guys. Oh, I I cannot believe I'm sitting here. I, I... Two and a half years ago I was a, a fan that got invited out to mm-hmm. E three because I, I had a part in a contest and I was just walking around going, Oh da, da. now I'm sitting here on on, a, <laughs> on an episode of Beyond with with people I worshipped for years. Oh uh, that's it's kind of that's this too is much. riveting. I'm just a little overwhelmed. I mean
3: worshiping no. Max is like worshiping a rock star because then you realize that the rock star has a yeah. has a Morphine pill problem. That's okay.
1: No, yeah. I, wor- I, <laughs> I, I worship dark gods. <laughs> I worship, you know, Asathoth and Cthulhu and, and Is Scoble. that first one real? Yeah.
0: I like to think that an ancient evil has been awakened. Yeah. I don't know where uh, I heard that. I think it was in a game. Somewhere. I think you heard it. On
2: your shirt. I don't An worship anything. I don't worship anything I can't spell. I <laughs> <laughs> can't spell.
1: No, that's a hard a hard rule for me. So Yog is probably out. He's right? out. Yeah. Okay, that, 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 that dude's on his own.
0: So we're off to a good start talking <laughs> yeah. about PlayStation so, yeah. on this yeah. video game podcast. <laughs> we, right. we do want to talk about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's what should we talk about? Like what's what's so going is, on? I feel like no matter what we what we do, it's just you know
3: someone's going to be happy about it. So let's just have fun. Is it? Are you saying that it's time for some
1: news? News. News is loose. So that's, so news yeah. is loose. Why, why did you, say, you sound like <laughs> a ghost? So loose. I feel, yeah, I, the news
2: ghost. I <laughs> mean, children's are we, programming.
1: The news I, is loose.
0: The, the Roper report is typically the news segment. No. I have no idea who that is.
2: <laughs> that's fine.
0: Is that, like I it feel really. I,
2: it was Ebert's partner. Yeah, that's in the
0: literally who I thought they were referring to, and I was like, I don't get this joke. And then Greg made a bunch of noises, and it's like, I, you know, I, 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 I don't want to pretend to be like in on this joke and I also I don't know it feels disingenuous to be like yeah. so the authentic. Roper War so
3: might change if it does maybe we'll get Chris Roper in here So here, to, yeah. to yeah. do
0: the handing of the torch editors so of days
1: gone by
3: yes exactly
0: in the meantime we have the news ghost
3: the who news
0: spooky <laughs> uh,
3: obviously uh, the big thing that was happening uh, all weekend the, the news ghost ruined everything okay. this whole episode is haunted by the news ghost okay so uh, the big thing that happened uh, all weekend was uh S- a bunch of leaked playthroughs of the order, 1886, yep. popped up mm-hmm. online, yep. uh, and everyone was like, hey, uh, this game is only like four, five, six hours long. Four,
2: five, six, seven, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Three. And, that's uh,
0: dis- that's, yeah. That's a big difference there. I mean, okay. I,
2: it's, it really depends, on, I guess, if you if, if you stop and smell the roses, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. if you kind of just peek under every stone. I don't know if that game is full of stones you can peek under. Just
3: <laughs> it has a ton of stones, but we got a ton of emails about this. Everyone in the Facebook group is talking about this. Uh, you know, Jody Clark uh, emailed us and said, "called this uh, game length gate." I, I officially don't want to use the the term "gate" in anything anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm- but this is game, game length gate, uh, A bunch of people were sort of comparing this to uh, saying, well, you know, James Hoffman wrote in and said, you know, Journey costs, was this, you know, Journey's a two-hour, three-hour yeah. game. Everyone mm-hmm. loves it, but it costs $15 as opposed to 60 So, So, <laughs> okay. uh, you know, can you really justify that? Uh, and so we want to sort of you know, I just want to pose a question to you guys. Like, are you fine with you know a sixty dollar AAA game? Uh, you know, only taking one or two sittings
1: depends on how good it is. Uh, I mean, I, I haven't played this yet, so I don't know what it's going to be like. Right. But I can think of games that I wish were shorter. Would have been better if they were shorter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think about Alien: Isolation, mm-hmm. which would have been a better game if it was shorter. Absolutely. I think about Knack, which would have been a much better game if it was shorter. Yeah. Um, these these are these were uh, you know both high budget titles that would have been significantly improved by less length, less filler. So there are times I'm okay with it. I, I realize. games are expensive, I also know that they cost a whole lot of money to make and at some point they're either, we're going to have to pay more or get less game per purchase and if it's fun you know, I think Portal 2, that's a short game and it's a masterpiece. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. So there are times it works um, I I don't, I would prefer if they have to choose between giving me a short good experience or a long mediocre experience that they've padded out, I'll take the short one every time. Yeah,
2: well, course. so here's the thing, no one ever says uh, you know this game that that I spent 200 hours playing should cost more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one ever says that, but they do do the opposite version of that argument, which is this game I only played for three or four hours should cost less. Mm-hmm. And I don't really agree with that. I mean, I, not necessarily. And I think part of it is because, A, I'm 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 older and I'm an adult and I, I buy my own games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, B, I, I don't really have sort of the time I used to have to invest hundreds of hours in a game. But I also I think it is really important to sort of to understand – the vision of of a developer and mm-hmm. a storyteller to sort of say, our story is this long. Now the order might have its own set of problems, right? We don't know. We haven't reviewed it yet. A review right. will be coming out what Thursday? Yes, yeah, we Thursday morning. Thursday morning it comes out Friday. Um, so we'll know then the actual quality of the entire experience. But taking away all of that, what we're debating here is is length. And I don't necessarily feel that everything should be chastised for being shorter than something that's 100 hours yeah. long. I know people want the most bang for their buck. I totally understand that. But maybe you're looking in the wrong place because I think that sometimes experiences are better when they're shorter. And we should celebrate those yeah. instead of <clears throat> forcing them to pad themselves to, to – Make your wallet feel better. So mm-hmm. I think that I think that one
0: a term that I I harp on a lot is brevity is the soul of wit.
1: Yeah,
2: you know,
0: that which is really, if you can, I'm the I'm a, a horrible example of this. And also, I love that we are we are having an hour long podcast to discuss <laughs> conciseness, <laughs> pretty important. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, um, I mean, I but that, we're, we're yeah. hypocrites. Yeah. So that's what we do totally. But yes. I mean, I, I think that one thing that's really important to note is is the the difference if you are an adult man who can spend sixty bucks on a game, kind of on a whim, and be like, hey you know my girlfriend has to work this weekend i'm going to go and buy a game and mm-hmm. you that's not like th- 2 months worth of of allowance or whatever yeah. that's not you mowing lawns you know that's an entirely different you know approach to take than if you're if you're somebody who gets two games a year yeah you know? yep. um and i mean it it comes down to you know replay value and stuff i love i love the i mean games are they can be like the complexity of a nerf ball mm-hmm. or they can be like a a massive novel you yeah. know mm-hmm. like the <laughs> I mean, like Peggle and Dragon Age Inquisition are both video games. Yes, yeah, yeah. Exactly.
1: both fun video games. Yeah, yeah. worth yeah, playing,
0: but totally different in, in every every possible yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just—I mean—I think there's unicorns in both, but yeah. um, you know, it's—it's <laughs> yeah. in it's... point of fact there are unicorns. both. Yes,
1: <laughs> I, I nailed hate, it.
0: I hate the tr- the trudge of of games where it's it's like you're you're not saying anything. You know, like when it's just when it's just stretched out, when yeah. it's kind of when it is padded. Yeah, um, and yeah. I think that it, there's a huge difference between. Um, you know, like an epic RPG where it's like, yeah, this is an 80 hour experience. You are exploring a world. There's just, there's, there's a world here, you know, uh, they've said from the get go that, um, the order is supposed to be a filmic experience because cinematic has been played out too much. But, uh, I'm not really surprised by this because if you look at that game, it's, it's beautiful. Like it's, they clearly put, um, all of their skill points into the graphics, you know, Mm -hmm. tree and, uh, is that how games are made? Yes, with <laughs> a tree. <laughs> the, so the they, buried, they buried some some graphics in the backyard <laughs> yeah. and they watered it and watched it grow. You just
2: you put a polygon under some fresh dirt and yeah, then, and, and then grow you know, it there from
0: yeah. there. Yeah, but um, I, I mean, I think that uh, I'm actually kind of excited about this news. Like, I feel I feel really like a, a total a total sham of a man for saying this, but like. I don't know. I'm 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 busy with work. I'm busy with a lot of things. I I just got a house. Like there's a lot of real life stuff that sometimes gets in the way of shooting werewolves with a with a thermite gun. Mm -hmm. Um, And to hear that that's not a 12 hour game is sort of a sigh of relief because I want to experience the whole thing. I want to see it start to finish. uh, But I don't. You know, I don't want it to be like a thing that takes me a month to do. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I I think you hit the nail on the head earlier where. I'm of a different mind about this now than I would have been 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, totally. Um, Yeah, when I was, I mean, you know, elementary school through probably even early college when I still had a lot of free time but didn't have a lot of money and I could buy, you know, a a very small handful of games every Mm -hmm. year. Like if I spent my $60 on something and I was like, oh, I finished it in one sitting, Mm -hmm. like I think I'd be bummed out back then. Um, Games were Generally, short. I mean, like, um, when I think about the Super Nintendo games, I got like, if I got The Lion King for Christmas, I don't think I was mm-hmm.
1: complaining that, well, I don't think I ever beat The Lion King because that game's impossible. Exactly. Well, that's, uh, that's the thing. Yeah. We didn't have save states back then. So yeah, yeah. a lot of these quote unquote short games actually required a ridiculous amount of time. Yeah, to finish. yeah. It was, it was, a, it was that
2: a damn Hakuna Matata level. Oh my right. God. Where the, there was yeah. no
1: ground for yeah. like a mile and you had to
2: jump on Which elephant's Which doesn't hand.
3: make sense because Africa has a ton of ground. Yeah, I've been yeah. to Africa,
2: but like pictures I've
0: seen, it's just a, it's a lot of. Crowd. It's not ninety percent pits. Oh.
3: Yeah, and right, It also has
0: more than two dimensions. That's, That's true. That as well. But That's you know, a, like yeah. it's
2: funny you mention that because I actually I remember growing up uh, coming home from school after just a crappy day, which happens constantly when you're alive, and I, I would go home and I would beat. DuckTales for NES, or Chippendales yep. Rescue Rangers, because I knew I could beat these games in an hour mm-hmm. and get up, and, and afterwards I could be like, I feel better. I just accomplished something. I just beat that stupid c- cartoon cat with the cigar. Yeah. is a weird yeah. yeah Um And I felt good about that, and I don't know if the, if the order, again, like we don't know about the quality of this game. I don't know if the order is going to be one of those games where, if, say you can beat it in five hours, if you're just like, I don't know what I want to do today. I want to fly through this game in four and a half hours Mm -hmm. five hours and get that same sort of feeling of like I experienced something from start to finish Mm -hmm. which is very different than when I play Far Cry for an yeah. hour, I'm just like, I want to mess around and blow up elephants. Yeah, Because I hate the animals; they must be on fire yeah. today. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they let me down in the Hakuna Matata
1: level on the yeah. lion. It
0: all, it all comes down to Are beating a, beating a big cat. Is yeah. just you yeah. know yeah. before yeah. you had to throw acorns at it, now you just set it on fire with. So this
1: it. is sure. really the new cruelty to animals podcast. That I it really That's is. Yeah. Sorry, they, yeah. we're
0: both on it. It's going to go that direction. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, That's but true. I mean,
1: I I also and I've been saying this a lot recently,
2: but I think that if you're if you have if you have the time to be sort of upset about the game's length that you've talked about it, for hours, you have to add those hours yep. to the game's length. Yeah, Because I mean, yeah, now you have an eight and a half hour game, because you're also calculating the three hours that you went on message boards and Facebook and stuff like that, and you said, I'm not happy about
1: that. I think I make that
2: like a box quote. Hours of metagame entertainment. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, that yeah. On there totally. I, think, like I mean, I think a new that's feature. An, I think it's important. It's, it reminds me of back in the day, people used to complain about loading times. And they're like, the loading times were 20 minutes. And I'm like, well, how long did you spend angry about this? Yeah. Was it an hour? Mm-hmm. Because then the loading times win. Yeah. You obviously
1: never yeah. owned a Neo Geo CD. No. I <laughs> so, I think how could a, you tell? That stupid. <laughs> that stupid juggling I th- monkey. Uh. I think there's
0: a, a third option here. I don't know what, how many options we had, but the fact that games are sixty bucks yeah. point blank is kind of a stupid thing. Like we're seeing the beginning of you know digital distribution done right. Yeah. Uh, we are seeing you know fifteen twenty dollars mm-hmm. games. We're seeing free games with mm-hmm. PlayStation yeah. Plus. That's awesome. But there still is that kind of that AAA standard of here's. Here's a $60 game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's,
3: the problem there is that's it's it's the budget reflects like, yeah. the need to make it $60. Yeah. I, mean, I don't they're, know they're if they're
0: s- probably selling them at a loss at this yeah. point. Oh, yeah,
3: I, yeah. I don't know if if it's maybe $60 isn't the right way. Maybe if you sell it at $40, you will sell
2: enough more copies that, mm-hmm. that you'll you know make that money up. Um, There's also like, I mean, games are $60, but they don't have to be. And mm-hmm. I don't mean they don't have to be for developers. I mean, they don't have to be for you. Like you don't have to buy a game at sixty dollars point blank on day one from Best Buy with yep. you know mm-hmm. actual cash or something. You can get a deal on it. You can trade some stuff in, you can go to Amazon and wait till there's a price drop. Yeah. You yeah. can wait until it's on PlayStation Plus. Like it's not the the olden days where you would just walk into a store and be like, Well, Clay Fighter thirty three and a third is still ninety-five dollars yep. because yeah.
1: Inflation. I think he just convoluted Clay Fighter and The Naked Gun. It was sixty three and a third. Yeah. Oh, I did. It yeah, was clay I it was 64. 64. see,
2: that's the game I always wanted.
1: was <laughs> <laughs> <So laughs> so Leslie Nielsen, Nielsen and your game? game. That'd yep. be amazing. His life's a yep. That would have been significantly better than Clay Fighter. Yeah, uh, so, I Remember when Jim was in that game, wasn't he? Uh,
2: yeah. Maybe the worst. Yeah, he was in the PC version. God, yeah. Whatever yeah, you what can do in your brain to remember that game better than it actually was. Okay, you do it. That you do that revisionist history. But yeah, I think. I mean, we. You're no one's telling you to buy a game point blank for sixty dollars. Well, day some
0: one. of I mean, there's the buy it, skip it, rent it mentality. You know? yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and I think that it really there's there's also that you don't have to have it. Mm-hmm. You can wait. Yeah, yeah. You know, it could, it might be on sale in two weeks. Yeah. yeah. I like, mean,
3: also, so many rad games came out at the end haven't. of last year that you probably haven't played yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I, mm-hmm. I have like five games just stacked up next to my TV that I'm like, man. I, well, I want to get the Dragon Age, but it is ten thousand hours long, and that <laughs> horrifies me. Yeah. Which yeah. honestly, uh, the order appeals to me in that way. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Even though you know, I've played at preview events, and I, I've said on the podcast that I wasn't super thrilled with the gameplay, but I thought the game was gorgeous and the yeah. world was really cool. And hearing like, well, if I'm not thrilled with
2: the gameplay, but there's only Five, six, seven hours of it, and mm-hmm. a lot of its cutscenes. Then, sure, I'll totally do this over well, there, a there was there was like a year and a half where for ten or fifteen minutes a day, I would pick up my phone and play Simpsons Tapped Out. God, that was and a, that was a dark time. And, oh. uh, b- and by play, I mean just like, just sort of like begrudgingly poke at things on a a screen. yeah, Just hearing sound (laughs) effects. And I wasn't really actively engaged in it or anything. And every every now and then you'd build a little house and put it in there. It's just, it's a a little kind of a saddest (coughs) life. It is. It's a dopey little Farmville clone. But like when you're sitting there waiting for a train, you have five minutes to kill. But that game was free. And you know, I think I I maybe put 25 or 30 real dollars into it over the course of a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And to me that game, you know, had you been like That wouldn't, you know, that if that was ten cents every time you played it, Mm -hmm. that would add it up to probably a couple hundred bucks or something like that. But we didn't have that business model, and I'm glad we didn't because the sticker shock would have scared me off to begin Mm -hmm. with. Mm -hmm. But if you went and calculated how many hours people have spent in a game like Skyrim, and you're like, this is what you owe because you think that short experiences should cost less. So by that Mm -hmm. logic, long experiences should cost more. Uh, Here's your bill. I mean that's kind of unfair, right? And, so and you can have
1: the, it both ways. And by the way, this is this is a discussion that's been going on forever. I yeah. mean, I, I remember reading reading message boards back in days of yore during a Play one people or P S one era, people griping about Parasite Eve being too short, for yeah. example. We've been having this fight for for, yeah. you know, t- fifteen, yeah. twenty years. It's, yeah. also, it's still going it's, on.
0: It's, it's selling the medium short. Like yeah. it's it's I mean, poor choice of words, but it's really it's just a it's embarrassing, you mm-hmm. know. Like, yeah, no you, one
3: no one's walking into like a you know I was about to say a Woody Allen movie, but let's let's go to a different director. Yeah. A Scorsese movie yeah. and being like, oh, it's only an hour and forty five minutes long. Like I feel like I had yeah. my you know, I just um, my time and money. Like, I just no. started watching mm.
0: Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah. and that yeah. is that's a, those are basically hour long movies. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. it's awesome because they get everything done and there's no there's no slump. And I can think of a ton of movies that would be so good if they were an hour long. Like mm-hmm. every Judd Apatow movie ever
3: that well, yeah. forty five yeah. minutes too we don't, long.
2: We don't have this genre in gaming. We don't have short games. As as a mm-hmm. genre like like books have short stories, short stories and yeah. films have short you know short films yeah. um i mean we have it as a genre like in indie games but we don't have triple a games can't be right like well that's the thing we call it an indie game like it's a handicap we go like shove it over there with the other with the art school kids and the you know the band geeks and stuff like that the weirdos on the side that make two hour long games like gone home was something that i I finished
1: in you know two hours two and a half
2: hours maybe even less than that. It's like an ep kind of yeah yeah. and i I loved it and i think it's very important to have those kind of things you You pay
1: 20 bucks for two hours of gameplay and in 2013 that was the best 20 bucks I spent on a game. Yeah, cool. yeah. And I mean, whether or not you you enjoyed it or
2: enjoyed the gameplay of it, you have to enjoy, or you have to at least accept the fact that some people want to tell that story in that way. Mm-hmm. And we have to allow that. And I don't know if that means creating a genre, and, and I don't know what you do there. Like, I don't know if back in the day, the lottery and the gift of the Magi were sold for less than, you know, any other book?
1: <laughs> I I <laughs> yeah, I, I, I Magi think that, is the best. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. the, yeah, the Magi's
2: yeah. okay? The O. Henry. Absolutely. It's okay. This is yeah. the
1: guy was also he made
3: on on, uh, on uh, Game Scoop. You made fun of oh. Banjo Kazooie, and he made fun of Game of. Thrones. He said the last season of Game of Thrones was.
1: All shit. I know what I said was last season of Game of Thrones. Not a lot happened. That's what I said. The first episode and the last episode were great. Everything in between, pretty much nothing happened except a five-minute fight scene. Yeah. There was a horse uh, in it at it, some point. Yeah. it's a, a Game of Thrones is a good show that had a bad season. Kazooie just sucks. And what about that, that part that's in that's the nice.
0: last season where, where the Hound got in that fight over chickens? <laughs> that was great. Uh, that, was cool. best, that was the best food-related fight scene since the Fast and the Furious tuna fish sandwich scene. The, the,
1: there's a great... I saw oh, a great Richard, chickens. From, no, from you're Comic-Con. not. <laughs> yeah. There, there was a dude walking around Comic-Con dressed as the Hound, and he just had a bucket of KFC. Uh, I love that good. photo. Yeah. That's... Yeah. It's pretty fantastic. Um, But yeah, the order, uh,
3: I feel like that's we, we covered its length. We're going to cover the if, game. If the obviously. order
0: leaks, is it the pre-order?
3: Oh, man. Oh. No. Nope. <laughs> drink your, drink your, morphine. <laughs> drink your yeah, morphine. Drink your morphine. Uh, yeah, the full review by uh, Brandon Terrell is going to go up uh, Thursday morning. The mm-hmm. game comes out Friday. Of House Tyrell? Of House Tyrell. Or yeah, the Tyrell Corporation. Jeez. Oh. Uh, and then Max and I are going to be playing uh, the order live from 1 to 3 p.m. Pacific on Friday. IGN- So we'll be playing it twice? Live plays. Yes. We'll be playing <laughs> <laughs> Hey! We just talked about how we were going to be above this. Yuck, 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 zing. Yeah, yuck, yuck, zing, indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so look out
1: for that. That'll be cool. Um, also, kids, read O Henry. He's good.
2: Oh, Henry. Uh, you know what? One Or game... eat O Henry because that's what? a good candy bar. <laughs> right. I've never had an o. Henry. We're what just a, is that? Just that's uh, no way. What's no offense, but you've totally <laughs> had an o. Henry. What's an O Henry? <laughs>
1: No, I don't know what is is it is. You really never, you never had, had no There was an entire science It's from the people who brought him. you
0: the Whatchamacallit and the, the Handshake <laughs> Avenue or the <laughs> Fifth. Who's the, the <laughs> Fifth Avenue. <laughs> the Fifth. That's
1: when you go downtown with a $20 bill. <laughs> it's a candy bar named after a short story writer. What is this? <laughs> it's yeah. one of those like mid tier candy.
2: It's it's like Hershey was always trying to keep it down. It's like a Over or b- under Zero Bar? S- Ooh. So it's the kind of candy bar that I.
0: Zero Bar. you a big Zero Bar fan? I'm a huge Zero Bar apologist. Champion, I'd like to say. I just
1: bought five zero bars. I had to drive to Walnut Creek <laughs> to buy them. Um, for yeah, no, they were. A kid- I, I love you, Jay. <laughs> I bought zero gift- five bars because <laughs> so, they don't exist. No, they were a uh, they were a gift from my wife's therapist, <laughs> who's uh, who's moving on to a new job. Yeah. And uh, did she like so, zero bars? Uh, he loves zero bars, oh, okay. and he can't get. And the only place in the area I've been able to find them is this candy store in Walnut Creek, like forty minutes from my house. So
3: I only associate zero bars, no Henrys and Whatchamacallit's with things I buy when I'm drunk. Because when I'm drunk and go into a convenience store, I'm like looking around and like my mom I, like I'm not going to the go-to thing. It's like, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna branch out. We'll All right, so I'm, yeah, but
1: you're drunk a lot. So you're I'm, probably, on the, anyway, I'm on the I'm on the
2: O. Henry Wikipedia page, which was clearly <laughs> written by somebody that was hit in the head with something heavy at some <laughs> point. Uh, o. Henry is a candy bar containing peanuts, caramel, and fudge coated in chocolate. It was first introduced in 1920 by the Williamson Candy Company of Chicago, Illinois. Sounds good. Yeah, that's it's good. And great. I mean, it's from it's your classic mix of fudge, chocolate, caramel, and peanuts, which you really can't go wrong yeah. with. But something about them, they just
1: never really reach the stratosphere of, of candy bar territory. Chewy or crunchy taste? Like, do they lean toward like the Butterfinger like stale taste, or it's, more? It like doesn't really chewy have that sort taste? of crumbly snap to it. If okay. that's what you're looking for. World's
3: yeah. number one PlayStation. Podcast. <laughs> All right. What Welcome else we to we Candy got. Cast. Right, uh, one.
0: Uh, <laughs> Wait, I actually, hold on. Before we before we move on, Jared, yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna give those candy bars, the zero bars, to your your wife's doctor, I think you should put them on a check and just slide it across the desk and be like, But you've never seen that many zeros on a check before. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna make a big Ed McMahon novelty check and do that now. Welcome the podcast so well, beyond. Realize, you
3: realize he's a doctor, so he probably has. Seen no, no, so many is, zeros, no, no, this so, is yeah. a physical therapist.
1: This <laughs> is a therapist. So he's uh, n- therapist. not quite as many zeros. Mm-hmm. Probably still, you know, probably still raking in the duck. at some he gets guessing, some He uh, Yeah, some zeros. Yeah. He's really good too, uh, uh, Brian. We love you. You helped my wife walk again. Thank you. Hi,
2: Brian. Oh, not me. I've never
1: done that. No, no. Well, You've you, you you only hindered. You're like rise up, take up your mat, and she's just like go away. Wow. I don't know what is happening. I've tried. I, I'll, I'm gonna keep trying. I was, trying to, from I the was trying to make. I was trying to make Bible humor. I failed. So, <laughs> Jesus. so exactly.
2: that's last something that's also failed. Uh, the Last
1: Guardian. The
3: Last Guardian. Uh, so over the weekend, uh, there was a hubbub because uh, people figured out that Sony uh, allegedly abandoned the trademark for the mm-hmm. Last Guardian, which has actually happened a couple times in the last like six years. Um, but then uh, our buddies at GameSpot, I don't know why we didn't do this, but our buddies at GameSpot reached out to Sony. <laughs> and uh, uh, Sony was like, no, no,
1: no, this is just a clerical error. Don't worry. It's still in development. Uh,
0: our, the light bulb on our trademark went out and we had yeah. to change it. To, it's it's uh, This
1: is just the theory of large numbers in action, yeah, I think. Just yeah. like, the Last Guardian has been unpublished for so long that this was bound to happen at some mm-hmm. point. It's just, you know, it's monkeys on typewriters yeah, at this point. And, and like when I saw the news
3: initially that the trademark went up, I wasn't surprised. I actually thought that it was sort of on purpose because because uh, it was the last, uh, in December, uh, Fumito Ueda, you know, the creative director of Eco of and Shadow, and yeah. now he's not at Sony anymore, but he's still working on this game. He's
0: like a contractor or something? He's like a contractor, yeah.
3: but he said the development's still going strong, but that it's under, quote, uh, completely new conditions, which in my mind meant, obviously, it's not a PS3 game anymore, because that's... Match 3 so puzzle game for Straight, It's a match oh, yeah, 3 puzzle game.
1: Uh, I also think... <laughs> Quiz uh, and
3: Dragons. <laughs> I think it's going to get... Revealed as a game with a different name and a t- entirely different game. Yeah, um, so that's why I was like, "Well, Last Guardian." Yeah, it doesn't. I don't care what it's called because I don't think it's to be called that anymore.
2: The Final Protector.
3: The Final Protector. I
2: like. I wonder if this is something that people are still really passionate about or if there's that just sort of morbid curiosity to be like what is this thing and why mm-hmm. is it taking so long it starts like, Duke Nukem now yeah it's, it. it's reached that Duke Nukem forever line <laughs> where you have to pass through that line and you're all of a sudden at this new sea level of being like I don't know if this is good anymore and I don't know if I care I just want to see this like giant Dog driven train wreck, <laughs> crawl out of the shadows, and I, I can tell what this yeah. is. But it's weird to me that like you read, you, you tell me, you talk about the the creative director of like two of the most amazing PlayStation yeah. games of yeah. all time, and he's been sort of stuck behind this project for so long. And it, like it makes me wonder, like if it wasn't for this game, maybe we would have gotten three other games in the meantime. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know how that works. Obviously,
3: yeah, I mean, it's it's insane. We've brought it up on the show a few times since Shadow Colossus released. Uh, Naughty Dog has released Jack X, Uncharted 1, 2, and 3, The Last of Us, uh, Last of Us Left Behind DLC, and most likely Uncharted 4. Yeah. Which is insane. It's insane. a fan that Team Eco has not released a game.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Wow. It's, that's, it's kind just, of that's really sad. sad. It's yeah, of really sad. Yeah. I don't it's, know. It, it makes me think that if like 10 years ago, somebody was like, nah, man, I'll make a bet with you. I'm only going to play Team Eco games and you can play the Naughty Dog games. It's like, all right.
0: <laughs> I would have, have a to, good I, life. I, I want it to come out so that we can have post-mortems about it. Yeah. You know, like I want to know what happened in that yeah. development that went wrong. Because we've the most... I... I would pay so much money for a full-on, like interactive documentary behind yep. the scenes about yeah. Duke Nukem Forever. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even more for something that's yeah. a good game. Yep. yep but it's yep. like I think that question of what went wrong, what's what's slowing it down. Yep. Um and I mean I think that um God the uh, the Bureau, for instance, yeah. mm-hmm. uh that suffered a lot from being uh, I mean, being announced wrong, being announced before it was done, being like, hey, kids, we're making weird, melty, bubbly cookie dough, and everyone's like, that looks gross, we don't want that. And they're like, yeah, but it's not done yet, it's going to be totally different. And then yeah, it's the same genre. Too many cooks spoil (laughs) the broth, and it was just kind of a a revolving door of, of different people coming in and working on that game, and the thing that they announced versus the thing they released was... Just this Frankenstein, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that's, I know, that's I mean, endemic it's, in the industry of announcing yeah. something too early. And I um, wonder if it's going to be—it's the same thing with, with Team Teamiko, or if it's—I mean, I've, I've probably
2: but, given them a shout out in the show before, but I want to do it again. I'm a big fan of a website called Unseen Sixty Four. Oh yeah, are, I fem- are you familiar
1: with it? No, I don't. Oh know. My God, really? You totally. You, know. you, of yeah. all people
2: would absolutely love them. Oh, I'm so excited. They are uh, a website that documents and chronicles the sort of alternate versions and canceled versions of games oh. that never actually happened. So there was there was that version of Resident Evil Four where Leon's like shooting ghost ghost like yeah. he's in yeah. a haunted house like there's levels from Mario 64 that never came and out and they just there's, gather
1: all these into one place and they place? gather it all together like stuff like, like there's am I that sitting there's here, that, here that talking that yeah. crash ghost.
0: bandicoot where he kills
1: a cop yeah yeah <laughs> I, what's that <laughs> yeah cop killer bandicoot <laughs> sounds like shadow the hedgehog yeah, yeah. Uh, it was ice cube was the voice of, the, of yeah. crash it was crazy yeah. oh, gosh and Brendan was sitting watching shadow the other day like on a live stream while, while he was working yeah. apparently there's a mission in shadow the hedgehog where you he, like go kill the president I, the, the, he said this was real. I, yeah. Shocking I think, that thing well, is, that's what they uh, mean I'm by shadow government. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Um, so, I, like, I mean, I want to know.
2: Like, in a few years, I'm totally with you, Max. Like, I'm, I'm a big fan of. Uh, I think EGM used to do them too. It was sort of like they would talk to developers after a game is out, and I feel like that is the most important time to talk mm-hmm. to somebody. Yeah, that's what they got amazing I, stories. You know, I, I've, we've, we're heading into the next season of Up at Noon. Max and I are taking that show over. Um, but before the old season that I did with Greg, we used to just have developers on every week. And one of my, my most fascinating things that I learned is that talking to somebody before a game comes out and talking to somebody after a game comes out, <laughs> you are talking to two completely different people. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're talking to a person who's a like, oh, we were able to do real time weapon, blah blah blah, and our game support 64 players and a month later they're just like we tried so bad to make a, a boss out of a lamp, but he yeah. didn't work. <laughs> yeah. But I wanted it so badly, but we couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why wasn't it there? And it's like, oh, we know, we just didn't have time. And you don't hear that, because no one ever tells you the shortcomings uh, com- comings of a game before it comes out. Right. So I'm, I'm fascinated in hearing years later, sort of just like, we. this was the most ambitious game ever made, and it turned into a pop-up book. Yeah. And now it is where it is, and I'm sorry, but it's cancelled, or it's out, or the version yeah. you played was a 6 out of 10, but this was almost this, like, GTA with a a giant... Wolverine or whatever animal that I is.
1: I want to play that you know? so bad. Right, like, like, who knows? community, <laughs> jump to it.
2: <clears throat> who knows? So I'm, uh. I think that's fascinating. So, yeah, check out Unseen 64. They have this sort of amazing timeline of alternate dimensional games we never got to play, uh, canceled games and things that didn't really ever
1: exist. Uh, You've um, ruined my day. I can't wait. There was <laughs> going to
2: be
0: an Akira game.
2: Really? That was going to be like Road
0: Rash. Oh, God. Uh, and the only things that exist about it are a few screenshots that were trickled out. I think this was, this was pre-E3, so there wasn't, like there wasn't that kind of trade show culture and there are no existing builds of it anywhere. Like it's one of those things that it just, Maybe it's somewhere in a dumpster. Maybe it just doesn't exist. But yeah. there's like mm-hmm. five screenshots, and they look awesome. There yeah. were for, it was for Sega and Super Nintendo. And oh man! Now I yeah.
1: love what like Frank Cifaldi does with lost levels, getting oh, yeah, grabbing all, yeah. grab yep, yep, all yep. that stuff, chronicling. But these alternate build things, I I, I cannot wait. This, yeah, that's that like, really cool. Did we
2: that's did really cool. we ever really get this sort of like post-mort on Duke Nukem Forever? I know we got like notes here and there so, and lawsuits and stuff. Like yeah,
0: one mean, the a lot of it things, is behind lawsuits. One of the coolest things that I have, I so I've got I've got a friend who works at Two K. Mm-hmm. and i'm apparently the only person who wants duke nukem flavored garbage in his house so i have like a whole set of duke nukem shot glasses and i've yep. got like the the collector's edition of the strategy guide which is just this big hideous gold hardcover thing with the atomic logo on the cover and the best part of that is the last maybe 50 pages are all concept art and oh, wow. it changes so much yeah like that game was really 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 offensive like, like more than it ended up being there was, a, there was a female character who was an Asian lady whose name was Miso like the soup Miso Honey
1: oh, hoo, hoo. like Miso Horny uh... but yeah
0: uh, and there for was. Explaining th- that. There <laughs> were I'm really yeah. glad
1: that didn't happen. Yeah.
0: Um, but then there were all. Yeah. I mean, it was, there was a lot of also like really like really cool designs that just didn't got scrapped or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this the thing that sucks about it is that when that came out, they were trying so hard to sell the game and like hype it up, and they're like, we're really excited. This game is finally coming to fruition. And I just want to go through that with like, I don't know, uh, George Brassard or somebody, and be like, what what happened there? What yeah. changed? Because this, you know, I mean, it, the the early stuff was like like hideous like late late mid 90s wildstorm comics like area 51 aliens and yeah. just like just stuff you'd <laughs> oh see God. on in oh, a God. skateboard catalog. Yeah. Wow. Oh. And then it
3: changed just so so much. Yeah, I've heard uh I've heard stories about a, a pitched Duke Nukem. I'm not I can't tell the story. I'll ask the guy if yeah. I have permission to tell the story, but uh, a pitched Duke Nukem game recently sounded incredible and would absolutely like revitalize that series and Insanely topical.
1: Is yeah. it is it a is it a Super Mario RPG style game? With, it is uh, absolutely Nuk- yeah. It's Duke Nukem Legend of the Seven Stars. I'm totally okay with that. I'll as long that. as there's a guy named Gino in it, I'm cool. Uh, yeah, uh, Gino. Oh my gosh, I it forgot should be about Gino. Gino. Gino? Should be in every game.
2: Yeah, Gino, just a guy, just an Italian guy. <laughs> I was about to say, shocking that Brian Altano <laughs> wants a little Italian
3: puppet in his, all of his video games. Um, <laughs> speaking of Italy, Assassin's Creed takes place
2: in Italy. Wow. Yeah. Nice. You I know what? After, I like how you did that. that after that was 30, a big leap of faith after 30, there. <laughs> After 33
3: minutes, I had to get onto the third story.
1: So. <laughs> it's hard. This 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 is the marathon of content yes. that beyond fans' demand. It's just yeah. never, right never going to end. This is we're, it.
2: we're all actually going to get fired because we're going to miss everything else today. Yeah, that's um, all right. I'm actually launching a new show called Speaking of Italy. Uh, speaking of Italy? <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey. hey! Speaking of Italy with Brian Altano. <laughs> what a disaster! Um, stupid <laughs> Valentine's. There's, Day
3: there's news uh, news on the Assassin's Creed movie front. Uh, we all know that Michael Fossbender is starring, which mm-hmm. is super exciting because he's. The best, uh, but because he's a real because he's a real he's actor. actor. He he's was a in real actor Twelve Years a Slave, yeah. and he was mm-hmm. incredible in those. He was always naked. He was naked in All of shame. shame. Oh yeah, yeah. He was he was he's really wiener, naked. His wiener was just everywhere. Can I say wiener? Exactly. Uh, I, think I think you, can you can probably say, say that word only right?
0: I if know. I can say Michael Fastboner. <laughs> 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 yeah, right? sure. just get it all out of your system, guys.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the morphine's finally. Will he be naked in Assassin's Creed? I don't know, but his co star is going to be Marion Cotillard. Who uh, was Oscar-winning actress for Levy and Rose? She's yeah. in Inception. Right. Uh, she's super incredible. And mm-hmm. so the two of those paired with uh, it's the director of a Macbeth movie that's about to come out with the two of those. This mm-hmm. is the guy who's directing Assassin's Creed. I'm like, oh man, it's like when Kenneth Branagh took over Thor. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah. man, you've directed yeah. like Shakespearean dramas, and now you're taking over Thor. Which yeah, was, and that first Thor movie wasn't great, Mm-mm. but the oh, sort it of was right. behind, it was all right. Yeah, it,
0: it had that. Yeah, that Kenneth Branagh. That he's just. He, brought that, that, gravitas. that, pump, that yeah. gravitas. I mean so this
3: like uh productions beginning uh on this movie in a few months and that's gonna be released uh, December 21st 2016 wow uh, yeah but so, I don't know like this is we're still like everyone's looking for that white whale of which I'm so sick of talking about but when are we gonna get the first you know movie? what I, oh, I, okay. I, think movie. I think that this yeah, could okay. be good yeah. I think
0: this act could actually yeah. be good I honestly I I'm I don't, I don't hate Assassin's Creed I am so frustrated with its completely ham-fisted storytelling yeah mm-hmm. Uh, I think that there's a really, really cool story in there that yeah, they managed really to just kind of shuffle around and smear around. Um, I mean, but I mean, you have you have this world that's already built, and if you get a good a good writer to go in and like kind of cherry pick the stuff that's that's compelling, uh, the Assassin's Creed comics, uh, the ones that are in like the Russian Revolution, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. are awesome, <clears really throat> cool. yeah. yeah, really good. And, so
2: have they, have they talked yeah. at all about like how are are they going to just jump into Italy and be like this is where the story takes place? Or are they going to pull out to the company in the present time, yeah, or I mean the they, the Garden of Eden, sure, and all sure. the other like, yeah.
3: We don't know if any of that meta story is going to be in there. We don't know if this is going to you know uh, if if Michael Fassbender is going to play Altaïr and it's going to take place
1: during the Crusades, or if he's going to be Ezio and it's going to be during the Renaissance. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I mean, if they make a cross between The Matrix and Timeline, they're kind of they're kind of there. Yeah, well, that could mean, come out,
1: But this could also end up being Brad Super Dracula. I mean, sometimes you get a great director and great actors together, yeah. and you end Everything up with a grease fire. <laughs> you know, so yeah. not not that I speculate that that's what's going to happen. Sure, but look, we're sure. sure. a
0: writer. We must defeat the creature of the night
1: (laughs) that was lovely that was lovely oh
0: no he bit me in the neck dude (laughs) it's a vampire I have to go to Transylvania in this carriage
1: whoa a wolf doth appear (laughs) (laughs) that doth sucks dude But you also had <laughs> Anthony Hopkins and Gary Oldman. And the movie's still just just a kind of a weird wreck. I yeah. actually love it, but yeah. but it's a, a, a yeah. so you know it doesn't always guarantee success to have great people attached. But it's a better shot than we've had in a long time. Yeah. At the at that. Bram Stoker's Dracula is one of those many movies that I. Saw a
3: Simpsons reference before I actually saw the movie. It's mm-hmm. so, like I remember in a Treehouse of Horrors, like one yeah. of them, like Mr. Burns was pretty much he had that like, yeah. weird butt hair, yeah. Uh, and I didn't know what it was referencing. And yep. then Like two years later, Dracula I saw the Dead movie. and loving yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. saw that movie
0: so many times that I didn't realize that we are really off track right now. <laughs> 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 um, no, I think that I'm I'm actually really excited about this idea because I, I think that like they've got they've got such a massive uh, just kind of Bible to work from. Yes. with Assassin's yeah. yeah. Creed mm-hmm. stuff. The thing that they need to do that they have to do is make this a point of entry to the series for someone who's never played the game. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And they've got the most, like, just... I mean, it, it is, I would say, one of the most original premises for for a game. I yeah, mean, it's, it's still derivative in the way so the games this
2: are. This comes but... out in December of next year? Yeah. It mm-hmm. seems odd that they wouldn't... I mean, it's not like they have any shortage of games in the Assassin's Creed universe coming out, but it, do, it seems odd that they're not tying this to any game. Because I have a
3: feeling... I mean, we don't know, mm-hmm. maybe it will they be probably are. the yeah. story of whatever next year's Assassin's Creed is.
2: I yeah. Don't, I don't know. Because to me, it seems like, like Max said, like if this is somebody's first Assassin's Creed experience and they're going to be like, I love the part where you climbed the building and then jumped in a hay, which I still don't understand how that's going to work in a mm-hmm. movie. I can't wait.
1: <laughs> uh, and the eagle's like, SCAR! I mean, the worst maybe, maybe they'll find a way to, to make fun of it. I mean, the that, worst. Yeah, the do. worst
3: thing is going to be like the new story of Michael Fassbender breaks neck and stuff yeah. on
0: horribly awry. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I actually, I hope if a rye was that a hay joke, a gra- a grain harvesting joke. It, I don't Max. think so. That Just was like a str- pile what of What kind of rye? deep cut is that?
2: <laughs> the universe is number one. PlayStation <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, I do hope they have a scene where Michael Fassbender is running down the street and he accidentally like jumps onto the side of a wall <laughs> instead of hitting somebody. Because yeah, like that's what I do in that game 90% of the time. Yeah, of um, no, I, I just really think it'll be a missed opportunity if people go see that movie and they come home and there is not immediately a brand new Assassin's Creed game to play. But there will be no no shortage of old have for them. To I talk, feel like so. they've been missing the chance to
0: basically have a fresh start with that with that yeah. franchise for the last, I don't know, three four games. You yeah. know? Um, well, I was I I hoping what? I was they, they did that thing that Publishers always do where they're like, yeah, Unity is going to be our, our our chance for people to really just get a fresh start and learn about this this universe. And it's like you didn't try. You, you didn't just-
2: I, th- I think what happens is you have so many different studios and teams all over the world working on that and there isn't like one specific like let's have a conference where we get everyone in the room and we just go stop. Don't mm. do that part anymore. Yeah. because mm. the, by the time they do that, there's already one team is already three years deep on yeah. making that mistake again. Yeah, yeah so. I mean
3: Ubisoft always touts, which is incredibly impressive that their games are in development 24 seven because yeah. of just the way their studios work. But I'm like, well, that's impressive on paper, but I don't know if that's good an execution on mm-hmm. making an actual like sort of tangible like like cohesive. That's yeah.
0: like yeah. building oh, a house like on the back of. A, oh, that's sorry. building a house on the back of a moving truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I always felt like you know I love. I love the the world building they do in those mm-hmm. games. I mm-hmm. love the character mm-hmm. design. I love the art direction. Um, when it comes to actually putting in twenty five hours into one, like that's when it kind of loses me. Yeah, but yeah it's luckily the, movies aren't that
1: long. There's yeah. a lot of things to love about the games, but the, yeah, you know, there's also a lot of running around and gathering things. this isn't Ubisoft's
3: first foray into movies. They did. Prince Persia with Jake Gyllenhaal. I want Far Cry. The fine motion the, picture uh, there's there. There's an Uwe Boll Far Cry movie already. Yep. Oh, based on Far right. Cry 1. And then yep. also... Oh, uh, why? Uh, there are uh, Splinter Cell movies in the works, directed by Doug Lyman and starring Tom Hardy, who's another good actor. Huh. I like that Tom Hardy. Yeah. yeah I like that guy. Um,
1: I am Gotham's recording. That was pretty good.
3: Okay. Uh, we have uh, News of the Week, which happens literally every week. Uh, another next-gen port of a last-gen game. This yeah. time it's Darksiders 2. More games, okay. I don't know if you guys remember Darksiders. It's probably the second best Zelda game you can play on a Sony system, next mm-hmm. to Okami. So, so that's, that's getting the, ported to oh, the game. What track. about
1: three Game heroes. Yeah. Ooh, that's pretty good.
3: Uh yeah, we got a letter from Luis. This was before this is when it was a. Uh, it was rumored. He said, uh, Luis said, I was on uh, VG Charts recently, saw a bit of news on Darksiders 2 Definitive Edition for PS4. The listing said it was 40 bucks, uh, but no one had confirmed it. Do you think it'll come out? Do you think it'll be 40 bucks? When do you think it'll officially be announced? Luis, it is officially announced. Mm-hmm. Is it IGN did it. Is it officially $40? It's officially $40. Wow, yeah, that's a good deal. deal. Uh, yeah, Nordic Games told us that the authenticity of the Amazon listing is unquestionable. It's a weird way to announce a game. That's a very weird way. <laughs> yeah. very um, the lie is there. not a lie, but
1: it is true. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my god. Uh, I will purchase and play this game. Yeah, so wait, uh, did you guys yeah.
3: uh, did you guys play Dark Siders 2?
2: I did. I, I, I was I was I really, really, really wanted to love it because obviously the, the ties to Zelda, which is one of my favorite <laughs> yeah. franchises mm-hmm. of all time. But I, I couldn't really get past the idea of death being a guy that gets beat
1: around a lot. Yeah. Oh death getting beat up?
2: Yeah. Like- yeah, like that was. I mean, and it was sort of. I think a
1: lot of, a lot of the art direction was just sort of. Well, until he hit his growth spurt, he was a little guy. So yeah. I mean, you know, he just got picked on a lot. They wanted his lunch lunchbox. That was another game. Mm-hmm. That was yeah.
2: I guess it was. It was kind of like the Anakin Skywalker thing, which is like, hey, here, here he is as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Well,
3: but I mean, from, yeah, I'm a pod. <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty. Like the art
2: was the thing that turned me off. Yeah, yep.
0: uh, it's everything I hated about but comics but in the '90s. Yeah, that I wish the we the could be farlier. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah. a lot of people don't like they don't have a problem with that, and that's that's awesome. You have trouble with Grifter. Yeah,
2: cool. I thought it. I thought it. I thought it played great though. Like actually fighting in that game, the combat was really fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, going and through
0: the, like it.
3: It nails dungeons really yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. they're um, really good. They're really game, good. That game was super long too. That game should have been shorter. Yep. Um, I also like the fact that you can summon your horse wherever, wherever you want, except yeah. for
0: like yeah. inside dungeons and death. Just goes. This is no place for a horse. <laughs>
3: and, like you are literally in the afterlife. Like, this is yeah. a great place for a horse right
0: now. Yeah. Yeah. I just. I don't know. It's. It's one of those games where I know that there's a. There's a really strong like foundation there yeah. but mm-hmm. everything on top of it I just is completely abhorrent to me and I don't want anything to do with it <laughs> yeah and originally I mean they said
3: that they had uh, before THQ went under they said that there was a plan for Dark Siders 3 that was like a four player
0: cooperative yeah. wow. almost like Borderlands see that season. sounded that's actually sounded kind of more interesting yeah. almost because that they were like we're gonna make a game for each of the four horsemen like that was kind of their their, yeah. their plan Marvel Cinematic Universe they got a little wow. bit ahead of themselves yeah. there also I love that, that that game is is like the guy who's leaving the party and says the huge good big goodbye. He's like, guys, I'm heading home. I have to go. And everyone's like, goodbye. Have a good drive safe. He's like, I gotta take off. And we're like, alright, see you. And he leaves and he comes back. He's like, sorry, I forgot my keys. And everyone's like, alright, we'll see you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes back and he's like, oh yeah, I got my sunglasses. I'm gonna take off. And we're like, alright. <laughs> and he's like, is it cool if I crash? We're like, alright, mm-hmm. HD version, whatever, fine. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <sighs> that's, how, that's, how, that's how games get made.
3: Yeah. 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 How do you guys, so pretty much every week i've ever been on the show colin's gone on a rant saying how much he hates these hd re-releases i guess it's not oh. hd anymore cuz they were hd before uh, but i mean what do you guys feel about them like are you are you fine when you hear that metro is coming and um, totally there, fine Yeah.
2: There, there was there's a there's there's two sides of it there's there's the version of me that's just like i don't i only want new games and then there's the version of, that I, that understands that 70 something percent of people hadn't played the last of us Mm -hmm. when it came to ps4 and that this is a lot of people's first console like the ps4 is a lot of people's first video game console Mm -hmm. in the way mine was the nes and i can't be mad at that and I, i think I'd rather I'd rather give people the option to play something they never had a chance to play, mm-hmm. um, than suffocate that for my
1: own selfishness because I want new experiences all the time. I tend to err with you on the side of Super Mario All Stars. Yeah. You know, yeah, I just sit there and mm-hmm. go, "Oh, look, a really cool new way to do something I yeah. love." Yeah, and cr- maybe maybe that's weak of me. Uh, uh, for critically, to go in and say, "Why aren't you making a new wonderful thing with yeah. that with those resources?" Mm-hmm. I so, there is that strong argument to be made. But when you have a, an established great game that a lot of people got their hands on, you know, yeah making it i i love i love when old games become accessible again grim fandango and resident evil yeah. made my month yeah, yeah. I, exactly well, i think I,
2: especially in the case of uh, something that was an old thq property which is like anytime any of their old horses get to trot out again yeah. it's amazing to me because they all were put out to pasture a few years ago this is no or sent to the glue factory horses
3: we
2: do not know a lot about horses
1: love That's horses probably I'm, one I'm of the best of vehicles in the world i'm afraid of horses. they scare me? Really? Yeah, horses. I'm terrified of horses. They scare me. Is Because of the ring? Uh no, it's not because <laughs> of the ring. It's it's their large Because were they
0: weren't supposed to be scary in that. That was supposed to be about a, a little girl who's scared. Actually a couple of them committed
1: oh. suicide in that
2: movie. Not while making the horses it. Maybe they did. They look. No, during the ring, there's a scene where the boat pulls up to like Terror Island with the hole in it and the horses are on the boat and they jump off. Cuz I do remember there. that.
0: Was that a real accident that happened or was that part of the film
2: <laughs> look man if that's happening you buy you got to turn the camera i get on it, that movie in an the import- horse
0: whisperer mixed up yeah. yep it's a different movie that's yeah, not very a different movie movies. That's not a so movie. uh hd versions of games yeah big
2: fan i'm all for them
0: yeah, i think it's not? also it, it uh, a lot of times especially at this point in like a in a you know console life cycle it gives a game a chance to kind of take another shot you know yeah sleeping dogs i love that game i yeah. thought it was fantastic and i feel like everyone kind of slept through it sure I think There's so. I but, um, that was accidental. I'm really sorry. I think that uh-huh.
2: uh, I think that if you took your top tier team, right, and you said we're going to the TTT, the triple T's, the titties, <laughs> <laughs>
3: that was uh, fine.
2: I, I don't got to mark that one. Down. And you, it's not a curse, right? It's a type of bird. Um, and and you said we're going to take you guys, and for three years, we're going to put you on an HD remake. Then yeah, that is a terrible uh, use of resources. Terrible. But if you say if you take you know the the Bad News Bears or whoever is sitting around, like your second or third tier team and you say, uh, you know, you're going to work on a Darksiders port for for six months, then that's fine. Yeah, Mm -hmm. sure. Take a great (laughs) game and make it better.
3: I think uh, what happened was a lot of people, I mean, Mario All-Stars, no one's going to complain because it was...
2: Th- four rad games. We that. also
0: didn't have the internet to complain at that didn't, yeah. point.
1: <laughs> there was
2: that you too. just had
0: to like open your window.
2: And that it was, like was just a tree you. in everyone's backyard that we beat up with rocks <laughs> and sticks. <laughs> <laughs> we yelled at it. Uh,
3: but then even like last gen, we had when we had like the Metal Gear collection, we had three Metal Gear games. Mm-hmm. We had Eco and Shadow. We had two games. The Jack yeah, collection. That's awesome. I, I love. that. I love, yeah, that. It's I love when it's multiple games. And so I think like I sort of understand when it's like, well, why isn't Dark one also included in this? Why yeah. is it just? I mean, I guess we don't know. Yeah, that was really
0: cool for for Bayonetta two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just pack it in there. Pack it. Throw it in.
3: Yep. That was good. Uh, I don't have a segue for this one, but we're moving on to a game called Helldivers. Speaking of Italy. Speaking of Italy, Helldivers. Have <laughs> uh, any of you guys played Helldivers at E3 slash uh, PAX's slash... I,
1: I've never touched it. My sexes. impression is it's like top-down cooperative shooty Lost Vikings or something. Like you, uh, <sighs> It's less Lost Vikings.
3: More, it's like a top-down Left 4 Dead.
1: Uh, Ooh, okay. so it's, yeah, okay. it, it's like a all twin right. stick shooter okay. it's four people
3: you, it's a sci-fi game you build your loadout and and go in there but the game is just insanely hard and requires like massive amounts of team cooperation and, and uh, the game's a lot of fun we've been hyping up Vince and Colin both have loved the game for months uh, turns out it is uh, coming out on March 3rd huh. hey, uh, really PS4 PS3 and the PS Vita look at wow. that you brought up the Vita nice. in a non-violent sense yeah
1: Marty nice. is this a game where people are going to yell at me because I'm the one bad guy on the team and I'm making us like all fail oh yeah no, this is yeah. definitely that game. Let's is that know, what you do? You play like that? What? Yeah. I'm not on purpose. No, oh, no I really. Just I'm, video I, games. I guarantee you, I'd be worse than you. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you bad at video <laughs> we games? We should
0: have a badness contest.
3: All right. Let's, for, let's have a
0: badness yeah. contest. Max is always <laughs> like, "Hey guys, I found a river." And we're like, "Keep <laughs> moving!" There's
3: a boss attacking. That was, attack. Attack. was <laughs> absolutely What was happening during Evolve? The four of us were <laughs> really? playing on a team, and we're like, "Max, we need you." Yeah. Max, he's like, "I found a rock." <laughs> yeah. Look, this entire map is a That kangaroo was looking at me funny. I'm setting
0: it on fire with electricity.
3: The
1: reason I always play the one in four v one games is because I. Suck at video games, so I'm just like, well, I don't have to coordinate with anybody, and yeah. they'll win, and they'll all feel good. I'm so, not bad, uh, it's just
3: asymmetrical. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bad, I'm asymmetrical. Uh, but uh, Mike, at Groovy Mike, I don't Ooh. know how he got at Groovy Mike. He must have been an early adopter. A lot adopter. of people were fighting for that he one. He was an yep. early adopter of Twitter. Uh, he yeah. wrote in saying that uh, he's been checking out the awesome trailers and gameplay videos for Helldivers. Uh, the release date's penciled for the first week of March. Do you think this could be included in March's PS Plus collection?
0: Hmm. Um, I would say April. You think so? I think they frequently do that. I mean, they, they've done a few where it's been, like, out the yeah. gate. like yeah. this month.
3: Outlast was one of them, Outlast was one of them. Apatheon this yeah. month was one of them. Uh, it seems like, I don't know, Jose and I were talking about this uh, a couple weeks ago, how Transistor was free this month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a game that came out in last May, I think, and yeah. it's amazing. And it's one of those games everyone should play. And he was sort of like, man, like, two months ago, I bought the game for 20 bucks, and now it's free, and I feel slighted, even though I don't know mm-hmm. if I should be. Um and that's always an interesting thing. Like, I don't know—is that I don't know—is that fair? Do you guys well, there's that,
2: uh, the, uh, there's that early adopter sort of depression that happens with a lot of a lot of situations. Oh, so yeah. You buy, you buy a console. Like, if you bought a PS3 at launch, it was what. It was Um, $7,000. And and they were bragging about how it didn't even need games, and they'd sell millions of them. And people went out and bought them, and they were just like, this is the new PS3. And then a couple months later, they were price dropped, right? Or a year later, whatever it was. Same thing happened with my 3DS, and I had to get that, like, apology certificate from Nintendo.
1: Although at least they did send you a bunch of free games. Yeah, they gave me some
2: NES games and GBA games and stuff like that. You were an ambassador. I wasn't. (laughs) You were an ambassador. I don't don't think they
0: know what that word means. (laughs) No, I don't think so either.
2: Um, But... I think with PlayStation Plus, it's it's even more complicated because you don't really know when you're buying something, how quickly it can become free. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's free a month later. Sometimes it's free immediately. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's free never. And you never really know. It always gives you that sort of hesitation about buying things. Like it's a, it's a gift and the curse in that I, I love that every single month we write a story on IGN and it says, like, this, these are all the presents you're getting this month. And I'm like, awesome. And I go mm-hmm. and I download all of them, even if I have no intention of playing them, just because I know that just syncing that purchase means that at some point, a year from now, I could get on a flight and be like, I'm playing Helldivers for free. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? But I, I never know what to do because I'm like, I want to buy this game right now. Like, I just bought Resident Evil last month. It was yeah. $20. bucks that is totally going to be a PlayStation Plus game oh, yeah. within this the next year. six months. Yeah. Yeah. This year. 100%. Because that's totally the type of game they're just like, here you go. It's twenty bucks. It doesn't. It's
1: no sweat off of our backs or whatever. Yeah. I don't know how that works. They have sweaty backs. <laughs> they're, they're sweaty backs. <laughs> but and, and these games are free-ish. Let's not forget yeah. that too. you are paying money to yeah. Sony. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. every yeah. month for this privilege. I mean, yeah. you are paying for these games. You're just paying for them in a really weird way. Yeah, but I mean, bet. the
3: fifty bucks a year is like.
1: Yeah, I don't want to be the
3: you know the guy who's like, well, it's not really paying for it, but like fifty bucks a year is pretty.
1: It's a wonderful easy. deal. It's yeah, a superb yeah. deal.
3: I uh, think you gotta
0: just you just gotta look at it and be like, buy the games that you really want. And if yeah, you're mm-hmm. on the fence about them, you know, wait it out. Then you know, wait, like yeah. I think it was, um, I think it was Nidhogg. Mm-hmm. Like I really wanted that because I was drunk and yeah. I bought it, mm-hmm. and then it was, was like a, free like two weeks later. Decision. And I was like, you know what? That's okay because yeah. I really enjoyed it. Like and I had a really good time with it. And yeah, I mean, again, we don't know how
3: like PlayStation Plus deals work out in terms of how much the developers get from Sony, but it's nice for like indie games like that or like Transistor that mm-hmm. of paying that money and knowing that it's going to a good place. It's not going to some like evil corporation. That's it's actually going to a small group of you know men and women who work their asses off on building something
2: cool mm-hmm. and new and animals. I mean there is a lot of games have uh, uh, development dogs at the end that's right Donnie the development dog <laughs> sits in the, the corner th- of every studio barking yes for no <laughs> um, I'm a big fan yeah. of PlayStation Plus because I think that it does give a lot of people the opportunity to play a game like Transistor or Nidhogg that mm-hmm. I don't think they ever would have you know mm-hmm. a lot of people would have looked at that game and been like this is a, this is an indie game it should be free and it's like well they didn't finish the graphics Yeah, <laughs> where's, all
3: the graphics, guys?
2: <laughs> yeah. where's the polygons what? yeah they get mad I so, love the Nidhogg Arthur. Um, <laughs> uh,
3: A game that is not going to be coming uh, to PlayStation Plus anytime soon was announced over the weekend. It's called Dissidia Final Fantasy. I don't, I don't think anyone at this table besides me cares about Final Fantasy. Sure, I do. Might care yeah, me. I do. Absolutely. Um, the Dissidia series was a PSP series, and it's a, it's a fighting game series mm-hmm. where you play as your favorite Final Fantasy warrior, and you fight. With uh, other sounds, Final Fantasy with games. Other, that sounds awesome. Can you
2: yeah. punch a chocobo? Uh,
3: you can totally
1: not jump ch- a chocobo. Actually, yeah. no, 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 no I a you bit. can't I don't punch think chocobo. No, I don't you think can't. Think so. it, it is, is also a delicious energy drink in Japan. Is Diss- based, based yeah. on the game. On oh, the I game. thought wow. chocobo yeah. punch. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, chocobo punch. <laughs> I would drink <laughs> chocobo punch. It's just chocobo blood mixed up with some spices. Jeez. Little five-hour energy. Well, that's what he was drinking earlier. Was Chocobo Punch. Yeah, he actually. I yeah. like how
3: you pointed it to his veins. Well, he yeah, has a Mountain Dew tattoo. On One of my veins arm. fell off of my arm, and it's, <laughs> on, the, it's on the
2: floor now. We're well, <laughs> like saying <laughs> this idiot.
3: Uh, um, but the reason we're not uh, going to be playing this uh, on on PlayStation Plus is because it was announced for arcades. Yeah, it's an Yay. arcade game. It's that's... a three
0: v three fighting game. Stop at Japan. Why did you pay it That sounds like a fun this? time. Why do they still have arcades? It's the same thing Nintendo did with with Yeah. Then again, there's also the fact that what if this is their chance to balance. A game that they want to put out on consoles, but, yeah, yeah. Because at this point, they are having people pay to test a game. Essentially, <laughs> I'm not saying it's unfinished, yeah. but arcade games are frequently like, you know, they kind of they kind of roll those out first, yeah. and then yeah. they're like, I mean, that's how.
1: And, and, work, and, and arcades are still a barely viable business in Japan. You can go to Japan, you still find arcades in cities. Yeah. So yeah. you can go to game centers, and some of them are owned by like Namco owns their oh, own yeah. arcades, Taito owns, owns their arcades, yeah. Sega same yeah, way. And Shibuya there's uh, yeah.
2: a huge Sega arcade mm-hmm. that's yeah.
1: basically just. It's
2: ninety percent crane machines.
1: Yeah, yeah well, yeah. that's that's what that's what people pump their money into yeah. over. There. This is a culture where pachinko, a form of gambling, is a well well established and addictive part of of what people do for fun. Uh, we it's popular a, sport for children. It kind yeah. of. Uh, I don't well, think the I UFO th- catchers are kind of the training ground for pachinko. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think, think I told this story on the show, but I, Mitch Dyer
2: and I in Shibuya went into a pachinko building if okay. you can even call it that <laughs> and it's it's basically it's five floors of screaming loud terror yeah, and hundreds of people chain smoking yeah. Yeah. and it's it's one of the most like it's one of the most offensive attacks on my senses yep. that I've ever experienced as a human adult. It's like walking Every into sense. a well, yeah. Yeah, It's yeah. With... Sticky. Oh <laughs> my sticky. The air God.
0: is a miasma. Oh <laughs> there are bright lights yeah. and it sounds like you're in the factory where the main crossfire. I yeah. kid <laughs>
2: you. Yeah, I, it, it sounds like the, you're inside a transformer as it's transforming. <laughs> you're in a William Gibson novel. I kid yeah, you not. It's... I walked in healthy and I walked out sick. Yeah. I right. actually got sick walking in. You know, I like I walked in I was just like I I know
1: I'm not the same person that I was anymore. Like yeah. it, it felt like, uh, you know, Jeff Goldblum warping across the room in the so fly. So if you're in Japan and you walk by a pachinko and it's painted green on the outside, yeah. that's an echo pachinko where you, they won't let you smoke inside because oh. Japanese people started complaining about the same things. And uh, wow. so those are much less filthy generally. I uh, don't have the layers of grime. Did you see the Ghostbusters pachinko while you are there?
2: No, I saw the Batman one, which oh. was terrifying. Yeah, that thing's frightening. My friend has an Evangelion pachinko
0: machine in his bedroom in Connecticut. And it's the <laughs> coolest, most, why is this here machine I've ever seen. <laughs> And it's just it's it sounds like the rapture, like it yeah. just it just it screams through this one tiny tinny speaker. The yeah. cruel angels thesis, and yeah. it's just like then a bunch yeah. of balls fall out, and he has like he'll like forget to put the tray in, so the balls just go
2: across <laughs> so his floor. So he makes a home alone and
0: trap his mom in his will come in and be like, Christopher, what are you doing? It's a
2: ding 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 ding. I know that every evangel <laughs> <laughs> Evangelian or whatever, Evangelion. <laughs> every Lily, every Evangelian pachinko machine legally ships with a mother wa- that walks in that goes, "What are you?" Doing
1: Christopher, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, but it, it, the video games are uh, and arcade machines in general, yeah. entertainment machines, UFO catchers, uh, portokoro, which are the big photo machines. Those still have some market there, and, yeah. and so something like the Cydia does make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, drunken salaryman at three in the morning can walk down the streets of of, uh, of Tokyo and pump twenty twenty bucks worth of. Brian uh,
0: and I got drunk and went that. to Toys R Us last weekend. So
1: yeah, so I can't throw stuff. We
0: really can't yeah. <laughs> make fun of this. I mean, I just I love that in in Japan you've got this. It's like you've got. You know, you got a five, you know, 500-yen coin or whatever. You have five, five bucks in your pocket. Yeah. You can go and you can buy a cool action figure. You just put a thing in and a little bubble comes out and you're like, Ashapon, there you go. That's yeah. my thing. Or you can go and have noises and lights at you <laughs> and you lose the money and nothing happens. You yeah. get some balls in a cup and then you have to go home. And you get yeah. cancer. Or you can have a thing in the middle where – you sort of try to make a, a thing happen with the UFOs, and maybe you get a toy, yeah. maybe you lose yeah. your money.
1: Now, at the risk of creating a terrible soundbite, you can trade those balls for cash. Um, I mean, that's—you uh, go around the side of the building, and there's a little yakuza stand hidden around the back, and you trade. You've been reading my Craigslist money. posts, uh, exactly. But uh, Wait, there's a yakuza stand? Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, the the, the with you know. At, at the threat of my life, a lot of these places are closely tied. The, so the Japanese mob is is not nearly as separated from day-to-day society as as it is They're here. They're closer ever... to
0: a volunteer fire department kind than of, real a real criminal organization. In a way.
1: Um, but, yeah, most well, a lot of the gambling is, is Yakuza-controlled, yep. yakuza influence. And so you, you have these places where you can trade the balls in for prizes. Or if you know where the little window is, you go outside the pachinko parlor around the corner and there's a little window. And there's a guy sitting there and he'll trade the balls for cash. And he works for the mob, and they take a cut, and, you know, that's that. I've got balls of steel. So, moving
0: on. (laughs) What
3: else we got? Uh, uh, Staying with Square Enix uh, for a second. Uh, They announced uh, that they're asking developers to pitch ideas for games based on Gex, Fear Effect, and Anachronox. So this is part of their – they had their program where they are like, hey, uh, now that we uh, have IDOS, we have all these properties that we don't care about. Yeah. Uh, but if you guys want to make games about them, you can. And
0: that's the best thing
2: they can do. I could think it's fascinating. It's, a lot of people yeah. don't really know that part of game development is that there are studios that are – They just own things? Well, yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean there are studios that finish a project and they're waiting for their next one to come along and they just go, um, do, you, do you guys want to make a, like a mock Gears of War game and mm-hmm. see if Epic wants to buy it? And they just put together this pitch – and then it never sees the light of day, and then mm-hmm. it ends up on a site like on scene 64. Yep. Shout out to those guys again. Um, so I think Are you I, on their payroll? What is yeah, that? I am. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just
1: loves good yeah. things, and I he do, wants I do. to yeah. spread the word.
2: Um, so I think this is really cool, and it's also like – the Gex thing is amazing to me because that is so '90s. Yep. It is such a '90s character. Like yes. everything about that guy is garish and neon and, and beautiful. Gould. And, and yeah. yeah, and it's just Gosh. like it's it's a Paula Poundstone jacket. Like it's just amazing. So I want I, I printed off the Wikipedia page
3: because I didn't realize Gex had a story. Uh, Brian, if you want to read just a couple paragraphs yeah, of sure. the Gex story, <laughs> Let me do that. start a story. Go to the next page. Uh, this story gets weird.
2: Gex and his family live in Maui, Hawaii. His mother raised him and his three younger siblings while their father worked for NASA. What? <laughs> yep. Gex's hobbies include spending time with his friends, surfing, playing the ukulele, and throwing poi parties. It feels like they tried to write pot, and then they just skipped the letter, and it's the same thing. One day, Gex's mother – this keeps going. One day, Gex's mother gets a phone call from NASA. <laughs> what? <laughs> Explaining that Gex's father and 10 human volunteers died when their rocket exploded on the launch pad. According to the manual, the explosion was caused by a Band-Aid floating in one of the fuel tanks. Soon, the gecko family's carefree life is shattered when Gex bottles up his emotions and takes refuge in front of the television to get over the tragedy only to become obsessed. Three weeks later, he becomes an addict to TV <laughs> Wow, so Gex is really based on the death of a paternal figure and yeah. de- and the, the serious depression that follows yep. from television addiction. Three weeks later he becomes an ad- addict to TV after several un- unsuccessful attempts to get Gex to stop watching TV and consulting with a minister and friends at work. Wow, he turned to religion for a moment. <laughs> Gex's mother idea. decides it is time for a change. The Gecko family moves to Encino, California, home of Polyshore. Shore. Gex's TV is taken away and he flees from home. After several months of living on the streets, Gex inherits an enormous amount of money and he moves back to Maui to live in a mansion and buys the world's largest TV. This is still going. <laughs> yep. Are you kidding me? <clears throat> While watching TV one day, Gex swallows a passing fly, not knowing it is sort of a miniature transmitter. You don't need any of the story before this to get to where we are right now. Moments later, a huge hand shoots out of the screen and grabs Gex by his neck, pulling the young gecko into his own TV. The cold claw belongs to Rez, the overlord of the media dimension, who intended to make Gex his new mascot and conquer the world. This is still going. Gex traverses through the worlds of the media dimension based on different genres, the cemetery, New Toon Land, and many, many more, which I'm not reading. This is amazing. Yep, yep.
1: Okay. So I, wow. I I really think we ought to ask listeners, viewers, to just submit their best ge- Gex picks, pitches for yeah. Yeah. I sequel. I, I, I,
0: I would love to see wow. a Gex that is given the same level of, like character rebuilding that the new Tomb Raider was was given I want all of that I want it to be the most bleak game about a lizard wearing sunglasses (laughs) you've ever seen
1: Kenneth Branagh's Gex. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I want. I know. I want Darren Aronofsky's Gex. Oh, there we go. I there want the go. wrestler, but with Gex. Oh, the Gexler. That's, that's really right. all Gexler. I. That, whenever there's a dumb '90s video game character, I'm like, I want. I want a game that's like that crossed with the wrestler. You want like, a I a just want, want, that I want that character the saddest... to get a
3: job at the meat counter and he cuts his that's finger and he's bleeding all over the place. I
0: really, I really do want a Duke Nukem game where he's like, he's like meeting his daughter and he's like, "Hey, baby," and she's like, "Why don't you ever call mom?" And he's like, <laughs> "I've got balls." She's like, "No, stop." <laughs> <laughs>
3: That, Man, you really like Duke Nukem, I didn't realize. That. Why,
2: yeah. would, why would 10 humans work with a lizard at NASA? <laughs> I'm stuck on this, I'm sorry. Experimentation, maybe. I'm sorry. So yeah. this is what they're throwing out there. They're like, anybody can make this game. Yeah. Like, I, can can s- they throw this story away? <clears throat> no, they shouldn't. Why, the why you guys, would you? Um, did, on a kind
0: of parallel note, did you guys play uh, Bubsy 3D? Yeah. Oh, the, 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 the newest the, one? Yeah, yeah. The, the one Arcane the, Kids? Yeah, yeah. Where Bubsy no. goes to the uh, Los Angeles County Museum of Art? The LACMA, mm-hmm. it's the weirdest thing. You, got, you guys at home, you should all go find this. You can play it for yeah, free, free online. It's a weird I... Unity game.
1: Uh, it's about
0: Bubsy dying and going to hell <laughs> yeah. after visiting an art exhibit.
1: That sounds amazing.
0: It's the yeah. best thing. It's yeah. just the best thing. No, and I've that's never, what I want. never played this. I wow. want this to happen to Gex. Like yeah. I want a thing where they're like, why can't we explore this lizard character? Why... Mm-hmm. Clearly, there's there's a lot of stuff to explore. There's I, a lot I like of your, deep themes. I
2: like your kind of wrestler angle, where everyone's telling him to let it go, but it's just specifically about the '90s. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's obsessed. actually, which is interesting because we're we live in a '90s obsessed generation right now. Sure. Where people are just like, oh, okay, I can't do thing. You can't remember about the '90s, the snapers, pogo, pogo it's like, balls. Shut up! Stop pogo remembering balls. the '90s and start living now. <laughs> yeah. um, but I like this idea of this character just being stuck back there, and he doesn't understand why because yeah. he started watching TV out of addiction and depression because his dad died at NASA. Mm-hmm. Yep. What the hell? Dude, games are weird,
1: right? Yeah. Band-aids are very dangerous in rocketry.
0: <clears throat> also, what a what a totally just <laughs> bizarre piece of minutiae. I know. Like, here's the debris, the specific debris that yeah. caused the death of this cartoon gecko's father. <laughs> Dude, yeah. this
1: is still the least weird thing about the 3DO. That story right that's there. True. I yeah. mean, that, that's yeah. honestly that, as weird as all that is. Yeah. All of that is far less weird than the, the existence of the 3DO in the first yeah. place, which led to the existence of Gex. So yeah. I... I, I I mean, all right, so let's bring
3: that little lizard back. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming back soon. Game of the Year 2016. Uh, okay, we
1: have one more news story. Jared, I'm going to turn it to you because you're, you're probably really excited about this. Uh, yeah, I am, actually. Uh, so we've got this uh, House mark and Eugene Jarvis yes. making a game. So Eugene Jarvis, not the supercomputer that uh, Tony Stark uses to build evil robots. <laughs> but uh, Eugene Jarvis, in fact, uh, influential game designer. Uh, most important games are Robotron 2084, Defender. Uh, Smash TV, mm-hmm. Stargate, yeah. uh, NARC, which cruising is not one. Cruising USA. Yeah, let's forget NARC and Cruising USA and just push it uh, off. Excuse the me. Yeah. USA. Only
0: what? 90s kids
1: will remember <laughs> Cruising the USA. Okay, yeah. Seventeen Buzzfeed reasons <laughs> 90s <laughs> kids remember Cruising USA. No, but uh, mostly known for for these masterpiece shooters. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just these amazing games with quirky controls, dual joysticks. He, he this guy he didn't invent the dual stick shooter, but he perfected it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Defender, which is just sort of like trying to use a typewriter to control a spaceship in an action game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It somehow works. Yep. Uh, it's great. Um, and uh, now he's working with these guys to, to build another, um, yeah. I assume, wonderful arcade style game, which yeah. is kind of their their wheelhouse. You
3: know, Housemark is, yeah, exactly yeah. their wheelhouse. From Resogun to Super Stardust exactly, to yeah. Dead Nation. Uh, yeah, it's super exciting. I like the idea of these sort of classic pillars of video games coming back and working with like a small sort of indie studio to be like, hey, we understand how games exist now and we've made a lot of successes, but you are also – Wildly influential to our medium as a whole, so yeah, let's well, get that's together. A, that's an and awesome, do rad. that's an awesome concept. Yeah, yeah.
1: Resogun is Defender Three. I okay. mean, they're they're so influenced by his work yep. anyway. So this is this is sort of like having, uh, this is like being at a video game company that that produces games that that are derivative of Super Mario Brothers or Zelda, yeah. and Miyamoto coming in to yeah, collaborate yeah, yeah, with yeah. you. You yeah, know, yeah. for them, that's what this is like. That's, and, kind of, that's, so that's
2: I, my brain went there too. Yeah, uh, I I think that's awesome. I would love to. I mean, we <laughs> should we should actually open that up to a discussion for a later episode of sort yeah. of like what pairings? Yeah, yeah, like what what legends and 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 sort of like newer 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 teams should do we want to see form together on a new game?
1: By the way kids go back and play Robotron twenty eighty four best arcade game ever
2: yeah I'm totally with you on that actually That's, yeah. uh, I had a Robotron 2084 cabinet that somebody was throwing out and I just happened to be driving by uh, when I lived in New Jersey and I shoved it in the back of a car awkwardly <laughs> and had my friend kind of like hold on for dear life to bring it home and like didn't work very well but uh-huh. it's such a beautiful machine and it's such a great game it's like if you, if you like games like Resogun and you like games like Super Stardust and Geometry mm-hmm. Wars like go back and play Robotron because it really is
0: is there an HD remix of that that I could
1: get there's a
2: Probably ways you can play that. Yeah. There's a terrible like PlayStation play it in remake in,
1: in 3D. Um, oh and no! It was oh, oh, there was a Robotron yeah. 64. Right? Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, there was. was that's right. Yeah. There was an XBLA for a while, and I think they delisted it. Yeah. Um, uh, if you want to play it though, where we live, just go down to High Scores Arcade in Alameda. They have a beautiful cabaret. That's on an island. Of it. What
3: if the bridges break?
1: Well, then go to go to uh, Museum Mechanique. they They've got one there too. But yeah?
3: it's on the water. What
2: if the, the tides roll in? Uh, oh, you can probably uh, play it in a browser for free now
1: because <laughs> it's 2015. <laughs> yeah, but you need two sticks. to... To play it right it doesn't work otherwise yeah no, no. that's true well, so you just get two sticks
2: yep. that's
3: uh, no that was a good point if you do have, have... Uh, if you have cool pairings uh, let us know in the comments yeah let us know. What's, your, what's your game what... pitch email
0: us what old man do you want to see work with a bunch of young indie teens in Montreal or Toronto
3: <laughs> 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 uh, that's amazing uh, so we also have we have a, a big list of, of PlayStation games coming out this week the, hmm? and, the Andrew Goldfarb list of da, 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 uh, uh, da, da, I don't know this I don't know this do you remember that yeah yeah the Andrew Goldfarb list
2: of, of things that we love Andrew Goldfarb for.
3: Max, you want to read these? Sure. I'll take it. It's you. a big list of games.
1: I always appreciated his humility. Yeah.
2: Dead Easy.
0: Man's Cross is coming out for Vita digitally. Yeah. Uh, Dead or Alive fi- a- a- five. Five. 5 last round. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, the last Dead or Alive 5 is coming out. That's coming out PS4 digital and retail uh, with all the bikinis that you could possibly
2: want in a game. Too yeah. many bikinis. Hand of Fate. Coming Have you guys out for seen PS4, the, the discard for that game, by the way? sorry the disc art for dead or alive is it gross it's it's just a it's like a puddle it's a it looks like a wet disc i'm not kidding you jeff gersman just tweeted this earlier this okay now i want to get it yeah physically it's a big wet disc physically um yeah so hand of fate uh beyond
0: the 13 gates at the end of the world the game of life and death is played okay the order 1886 we talked about this that's coming out for the ps4 digitally and retailerly available on 220 on friday which is weird why do games come out on fridays to make it to make a an impression to make kick the statement. door down yeah, yeah. they're like me. we don't do Tuesdays yeah. we're we're filmic this is not your <laughs> grandfather's
2: release date <laughs> that's when movies come
0: out on Friday it's not like games or comic books It's come out on Tuesdays and Wednesdays <laughs> Or movies that come out on Wednesdays. (laughs) Just to get massive. To get more money. Uh, Paparazzi is coming out for PS4. What is that? I don't know. I I think it's a game where you take pictures of people. The celebrity (laughs) runs, dashes, and hides while the paparazzi tries to take constant photos of them. (laughs) Okay, I smell a Let's Play. That
1: sounds awesome. That sounds like Sneaking. Yeah.
0: yeah. There's Pillar, PS4, digitally. Lost in an intimate snowy town, a palette of individuals are in search of a mysterious artifact said to bring great knowledge and understanding. How are this many games coming out? This is awesome. Cubert <laughs> rebooted is coming out for PS4, PS3,
1: and Vita. I was it's so the excited. It's a three-way cross by. Oh, sorry to interrupt. Did
2: you do the same thing I did, Jared? What's where that? you read that headline, you said Cubert rebooted, and then you looked at the pictures of it, and you're like, "Why did you do this? Why do you
1: have <laughs> why a classic you... genitals for a nose on this thing? Still, and why yeah. why does oh. it look like a you know crappy what's funny? cell phone game? It's Cubert is one
2: of those characters that, like, I joked for years. Like, there's we no. we, we see HD remakes and then reboots all the time, but Cubert was one of those things. I was like, "Nah, you can't do anything with that guy. That's mm-hmm. just like he's a weird snake nose monster." that fights real snakes and they fight on a pyramid and none of it makes sense. <laughs> They'll never bring this. Oh, it's back. Damn it. Yeah.
1: I was actually excited because this is one of those uh one of those old games, one of those good old games that hasn't been done to death. Yeah. Like hasn't been remade over and over. There was a Cubert 2, it's weird nobody There was a Cubert 3 on the Super Nintendo. Um but by and large, it's not really had much done with it. And I thought, there's still some room to explore. It's a neat principle, uh, yeah. the idea of you know controlling territory and changing the color. But it looks like a crappy cell phone game, what I saw. Maybe yeah. I'm being unfair to it. Um, I like
0: it when he swears. Uh, I like that as well. I think it's a funny time, and I like snakes.
1: He was great in Wreck-It Ralph. He was. Uh, he was. He was a good, he was wonderful He got record. a golden goal but, for that, didn't he? But the, yeah, he did. The Congrats. character design Congrats. in the new one is the worst. I just can't look at him without being like, why? Wait, why do we is... know is the new one like a take on the wrestler? No. I...
0: <laughs> it's a reimagined, rebooted <laughs> yeah. version with state-of-the-art 3D gameplay and graphics that remain faithful. And he has to come to terms with his illegitimate daughter.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, just,
1: I just want to and cry. He may or may
0: not and then we've got less. Treasures of Montezuma Arena, which is coming out digitally for PS3. Fight to survive. Help Montezuma make his way through the dark catacombs of a sinister ziggurat. Ten points for the word ziggurat in the description. That's a cool word.
2: Why would I help that guy? Doesn't he give people water yeah. curses?
0: I think, yeah. What, treasures of Montezuma, what, like Mylanta?
2: What? Like, water uh, <laughs> Uh, Food poisoning is what what my brain was looking for. Because it doesn't operate like Water curses. (laughs) My brain is really like, if you gave, we know when people get those refrigerator magnets that just have a bunch of different words, and it's just like, oh, jalapeno car.
0: I feel like you're going to go to France, you'd be like, pardon moi. which way to the water temple? They're going to be like,
2: (laughs) can I meet President Horse, please? How do I eat the sand?
0: (laughs) And there's Trivial Pursuit Live, which is exactly what it sounds like. That's for PS4 and PS3. Digitally, Mm -hmm. digitally only. If you like Trivial Pursuits. And if you
2: want that game for free, you can play it on the side of ketchup bottles now, because that's an actual thing they do in You
0: can go to some diners where they have those cards on the table. I have a good time with those. Yep. Uh, Ask for the
2: coloring books and just draw whatever you want.
0: Yes. Make a non
2: canonical fish.
0: Impress your date by knowing about 80s politics. Fool your friends. Um, go Dukakis. Okay. <laughs> Demos and betas. Pillar is getting a PS4 beta if you want to know about an intimate snowy town full of a palette of colorful characters, but you're not that invested in a palette of co- colorful characters. But no here we ziger- go.
1: No rots, um, <laughs> watch
2: out for Montezuma's Revenge. Yeah. It shows up in your poop, apparently. Uh, the water curse. <laughs> the water curse. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, we had one last email I wanted to read, and it's from rentals at listing7.rent.com. And All It was right. sent to beyond at IGN.com. Yeah. Uh, and it said, for the week of uh, February 6th to February 13th, we, <laughs> beyond at IGN.com, contacted no one, saved nothing, but we viewed two things. Uh, evidently, we viewed the Meadowbrook Apartments in State Line, Nevada. Okay. And we also viewed uh, the Lake Vista Apartments in
2: uh, State Line, Nevada. So what you're what you're huh. saying what you're doing here? A is you're reading spam on the show. <laughs> and I'm B, okay you're that. implying that somebody is. No, I think this is great. I think you're so- implying that somebody is using the Beyond email address to try to rent a a, a nice waterside home in State Line, <laughs> Nevada. <Stateline, laughs> but Nevada. they're not
0: that hell on it because they only looked at two and listings. Two, <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: and we know that they want pets are okay. So I think they're. they're They're worried about pets. Who are these people? I like like the
2: idea of being hacked to just casually sort of look (laughs) at... State line, houses.
0: hey, here's a great Redfin update. There's new listings in your area. Uh, when they find a body under one of these houses, yeah, we're not sure. going to be laughing anymore.
2: That's yeah. gonna be creepy, unless yeah. it's a clown.
1: So, no, Marty, it's... thank
0: you for handpicking that beautiful uh email yeah. about yeah. those two <laughs> listings. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> head um, on over to rent.com to, I guess, pay rent. Uh,
0: yeah, 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 or just learn about tickets for a hot musical that came out like 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah. if
2: you hate the idea of owning something. Go to rent.com and just then you can not have it but I, still pay like you do. There you go. I want to own, I,
1: but I can't. Well, you should look at oh, rent.com
0: thanks. then because yeah. <laughs> you can rent a. Ownership. I don't know. Anyway, they're the all IGN right, right. of stuff you can't buy. I guess it's. I think it's time to go now, guys. No, Let's get out I mean, of one here. One more segment. Wait, wait, one more segment. What's the segment? It's the new segment. Oh, the, what? Oh, the new segment. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. The okay. new segment. I don't know. Is I'm... the
1: ghost
2: gone?
0: <laughs> is the ghost gone? The ghost is dead. We killed it with our, <laughs> our,
3: our, our <laughs> rifle. So it's a new
1: segment, not to be confused with the new segment.
0: <laughs> no, it's a new, new a new, new segment.
3: Time for something new. Is it a new segment mm-hmm.
1: called Hang Around? Yeah, it's called Hang Around. Hang in there.
3: Uh, no, this is something we have. A we have ideas for a lot of new segments. <laughs> yeah. One of them that we're super excited for is called the. Uh, we're calling it Beyond's Essential 50. Yes. Uh Do you want to explain what that is, uh, Max?
0: Yeah, so basically we decided that um, there are a lot of PlayStation games out there. They made a whole bunch of them Mm -hmm. over the course of four different PlayStations and 15 smaller PlayStations (laughs) that could fit into different sized cargo pockets on your pants. Uh, So we decided that we should kind of create sort of a collection of the Essential games. Uh, How it's going to work is one of us is going to show up with a cool book report about, not a book, but uh, a game we think should be an essential PlayStation title yeah. mm-hmm. across all the Sony platforms. Yeah. Uh, and then explain what's so great about it. And then mm-hmm. the rest of us will vote on whether or not we agree and whether or not it sounds like a cool essential thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And we're going to try to assemble 50 of these things. Yeah, yeah. And awesome. they're
3: going to be... <laughs> We're, we're primarily doing not just first-party things, but things that are we're associating with yeah. Sony. So, like mm-hmm. something like Bioshock can't be on here, right. or Mass yeah. Effect. But, right. like I would say, something like Snake Eater could, yeah. even though Snake mm-hmm. Eater went on to different different uh, consoles and handhelds. We but still, sort of yep. associate that yeah. as, a, as a PlayStation product. It got its start there. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Same thing that's, as Final Fantasy VII.
1: Uh, so, Jared, you're fortunate enough to be uh, number one. I'm honored. Impress us. All right, I'll do my best. So I thought hard about this, and at first I wanted to go with, with something that was just like a shoe in You know, you think about something like Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which mm-hmm. is, is just has to be there. Maybe the best PlayStation game ever. Or or you look at something like uh, uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, and then I realized you know these are going to come along eventually. So instead, I wanted to think about a game that was not, that was not the greatest PlayStation game ever, but that encapsulated what made the first PlayStation generation great that wonderful experimental nature, that, that, that cheaper media. You know, compact discs were a big deal. Yeah. And they made it easier to, to try new things in games than it had been for a very long time. And so my nominee for Essential 50 is uh, Square's Bushido Blade, uh, developed by Lightweight, uh, which is a three-dimensional weapon-based fighting game for the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. It got a terrible sequel. It's <laughs> now completely dead. But it's this wonderful, quirky, small game. Uh, and uh, how many of you guys have played it? Have, have people I, Blade? Okay, yeah, you have played? Yeah, I used
3: to. I mean, during the PS One era, I think I played literally every Square. I think I owned literally every Square game, mm-hmm. right? mm-hmm. including yeah, like from weird things like Saga Frontier Two. Wow, mm-hmm. Brave Fencer Musashi and Einhander. Deep cuts, right? Yeah, yeah I there was going to say, this and, is
1: exactly a deep cut. Oh, I see what yeah, you're doing sorry. there with the swords. Now, so you have a, a small cast of characters, all of which are unique, and then they, you can pair them up with different weapons. So the, somebody's not locked into the weapon that mm-hmm. you think would be default for them. You try all kinds of combinations with them. So even though you have a small roster of fighters, there's actually a lot of different ways to go at it. The arenas are all... Uh, interactive three dimensional places. It's like a beautiful beach on on uh, at sunrise and on a Japanese coastline or a bamboo forest like straight out of Ninja Scroll or you know a few just kind of iconic locations, and you fight. But there's no life bars. What? And, no, there's no life bars at all. Instead, it's purely realistic weapon based combat. If you slice someone in the throat, they die. Instantly. If you stab somebody to the heart, they're dead. If you nick somebody in the leg, they might limp a little. If you injure – yeah, and and it slows them down. You can fall on the ground and throw dirt in somebody's face uh, and it'll stun them for a second. If you're a ninja-type character, you might have shuriken hidden in your sleeve and it certainly won't kill the guy, but it might disarm him for a second or or wound him or slow him down. You can lose your weapon and the other guy can pick it up and stab you with it like as they're laying there rolling around.
2: I love this concept. I'm I'm amazed we don't get fighting games like this anymore. Especially (laughs) now because I know the way you're describing it, I'm picturing the coolest most realistic like the vi- the vision in my head right now is like a john Woo movie but i know it really looks like it's a bunch of triangles and squares
1: it right. is a bunch of <laughs> triangles and squares but but the the art direction is good despite the fact that yeah. it's a fairly primitive 3d mm-hmm. game the direction's great so you you know and there's there's not a lot of music so like when you're the bamboo forest you just hear this kind of whoosh. Or when you're on the beach, you just hear the surf, and wonderful. you're standing there facing each other with no background music, looking across the way, and somebody moves, and sometimes a fight lasts three seconds. Sometimes it lasts five minutes, yeah, uh, just depending on how the interaction goes. I love that. Yeah, yeah I so love cool. that So game.
0: this is actually a game that I've, I've been told about uh, numerous times by different people, and I've never been able to go check it out for whatever reason. I never took the time to do that. Um, it's funny, though, because I know that it, a game that actually draws a lot from it is Nidhogg. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's that same sense of I love the idea of you know, so many video games are reliant on numbers. You know, they're reliant on this on this kind of very finite, kind of just organized sense of you know, what, what works and what doesn't. And this is this sounds like really kind of loose and crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it has that same like Jared was saying, or like a
3: game of Nidhogg, it can go it can end so quickly mm-hmm. like with with one mistake it ends, or you can have this, like, super tense, minute-long back and forth, which is just really amazing. And also, it's insane. I mean, you hit the nail on the head when you said this was, like, when, when Sony introduced the discs. Like, they were able to take weird risks. Mm-hmm. You know, we were mm-hmm. able to get games like, like Prop of the Rapper and, like, Intelligent Cube. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and it's it's... The fact that they were doing this 18 years ago, 19 years ago, whenever it came out, and we're sort of, we're now just getting back to that risk-taking nature on digital games, mm-hmm. I think is so cool and showed how
1: progressive uh, the PS1 as a whole was. And that's that's why I chose this, because yeah. I feel like getting, it, 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 as well as any game, maybe better than most, it encapsulates that wonderful era, 1995 to, to 1999 for the PlayStation, people were trying just the most ridiculous stuff. And some of it was awful. We call it the Clinton era. Yeah. some yeah, there, yeah. We're back to the 90s. Some of it was awful, but some of it was Einhander. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, no, exactly. and and that's that's just great and i think that's part of what makes playstation without getting too sentimental here part of what makes playstation kind of magical in a in a nostalgic way for us is that they enabled that the playstation 1 let people do things with games that weren't possible before mm-hmm. and that's why i think this game belongs in the essential 50 mm-hmm. also it's a lot of fun the single player campaigns neat. they got little tricks and i didn't even mention this there's like a an obfuscated honor system where you get different endings depending on whether or not you're sneaky like if you do like backhanded stuff in the sword fights, you can't get the good ending. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, like you throw dirt in somebody's face. Up, oh, tough. There doesn't. There's no signal. And I'll tell you this is just like at the end, they're like, oh, you are dishonorable. Or else you need to fight a guy with a gun at one point. And that sucks because one bullet kills you. Um, but but you can get him. Uh, is that like real life? Does a bullet kill you? Why did you look at me? I haven't been shot. Oh, no. yeah. you, you look, look like you've any been anyone shot, at
3: this though. table looks like they've been shot. It's Thanks, you. guys. Have yeah. any uh, of us ever been
1: shot?
2: I've never been no, shot. What? No? No, no, that's not a common thing. <laughs> most people, like, don't I'm have that story IGN editors haven't been shot. I would no. say all,
1: probably all IGN editors. I'll bet you somebody here has been shot. Probably someone on the video team. They all shot? Like, they all look yeah. like dock
3: workers. Yeah,
1: do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, a few people have been shot in your life. You got this. Probably somebody in the hundred people in here, somebody's been shot. I don't know what the odds are or the stats on people being shot.
2: Is it one out of hundred? No, so, I think it's. I
1: think it's less. Actually. Like one in a
2: thousand people get shot. I don't, I, know know. Our,
0: I don't know. I know that Michael on our video team got stabbed at one point. That's mm-hmm. like getting shot with a. It's pretty close. Uh, yeah, that's
2: that's shot. With I mean, a getting
0: knife. getting stabbed, I feel like is much more common. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point.
2: Yeah. Yeah. More people stab people than have guns to shoot people. Also, more people survive getting stabbed than getting shot them. Yeah, and they can
1: live to tell the tale.
0: (laughs) So, so So, uh, so Bushido Blade. Yeah,
1: Yeah, Bushido Blade with the swords and the guns. Yeah. So, Uh, I submit for your approval, gentlemen, uh, this fine, innovative uh, little game, uh, which uh, it remains a crowning jewel in the PlayStation library. Uh, and we will run on your PlayStation Three if you can find the disc somewhere because uh, I haven't been able to find any other legit way to play. it.' Nope. Is it it's, it's, not, on, it's not digital. Or I don't think it's that. on PSN. Wow. No, Damn, no. So, yeah. hunt that down. Uh, we're, I hope we're not a, misinforming our audience, but no, no we're going to
2: single-handedly spike all the eBay listings right yep. after this yes. episode goes
0: live. Yep. Well, that's that's a great. The other one got cut off. That's a great kind sort of you know, intervention. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I'm going
3: with. I'm going with. Yeah, just especially for the reason that you said, like, yeah, the game is rad, but also because it's sort of like. It, it's iconic of that era, mm-hmm. like it is that risk-taking
2: era. Um, so yeah. Also, Jared could sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. Yeah, you're very
1: good at this. Aww. Is that a thing? No, yeah. Sweet, thank you. It's a Tommy Boy reference, you guys. Oh, I, I you know, I forgot about that. 90s kids remember that. Ketchup jelly beans, I know from a boy in his blob, but ketchup popsicles. I did I they forgot. ever really
2: make the ketchup? J- I'm sure they did. They made hot sauce ones. I'm These guys sure they Jelly they
1: are street crazy. Okay, have you ever gone up there to the factory? No, I really wanted to for years. It's, though. So, let's go together one day. It's so much fun. Yeah, that's that sounds like we're gonna scare go to a
2: job. lot All of people on the way.
0: PlayStation yeah. podcast. This is
2: Beyond. Um,
0: this is, should I should I close everybody out? I'm, I'm like, yeah, just, this has been right. great. All right. all right, thank you, you guys. It's been fun. Uh, I'm I'm Max Scoville. You can find me on Twitter, Max Scoville. With me, Brian Altano, Agent, Agent Bizzle Agent on Twitter. Bizzle. Marty, I'm at uh, McBiggity. Two yep. G's and two T's. I love you. You guys have the most just like cartoon teenager backwards hat yep. skateboard names. Yeah. yeah. I mean, whenever we try whenever. to get an adult <laughs> job, I'm, I'm sorry,
2: Max Twitter. Scoville. <laughs> it's what it says on my lunchbox. You sound like one of the scientists that died in GEX.
1: Yeah. My bad, Jared. What's your thing on there? Uh, petty comma Jared. So I'll bring it back to the boring. P e t t y c o m m a j a r e d. That's Go. not an actual comma. It's actually yeah, spelled. Yeah, and I not comma. It's a terrible, terrible. Also, you handling.
3: have a lot of letters, so people can't tweet long things at you. They can only tweet short things. Well,
1: it's a a sneaky tricks. Like I hate.
2: Period.
3: Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Ketchup lollipop. <laughs> I don't know. Was <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, was, um,
3: that was that was sort of the first episode of. I mean, Thank you guys. Yeah, good.
0: yeah, this was fun. I, I like. I like talking to you guys. It's, yeah, this, this is, is fun. fun. Let's
2: do this is Let's do this again someday. I
0: hope you guys uh, enjoyed this at home. Uh you can you can send us emails. It's uh just beyond at ign.com, is yeah. that right? Yeah. That's right. And uh, there's a Facebook group which is live and active and full of very charming, polite, wonderful people. So Including you us. Go, yeah, yeah. 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 Pop in go there talk to us us in there and say hello. There's a lot of memes, so watch your step because they might it might get goofy and memey. Yeah. Uh, there <laughs> might be lo- lols. Is that how you say it? I don't even know. Yep. I feel really bad that I just said that out loud. <laughs> all <laughs> all <right. laughs> that, was, that was pretty bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, and of course for all your for all your video game news, uh, you know ign.com. A lot of cool stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Brian and I make videos. Marty writes things, and. Uh, Jared, nobody really knows you, you what do, I do around right here. You, like, decode the cr- encrypted engrams of the dragon <laughs> that's world. That's what I so. do over there, yeah. 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 I find collectibles. Yeah. That's, that's what I do. All right. So. And on that note, um, I guess I guess we're done here. Yeah. Right. Beyond. Beyond. yeah. Beyond. 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 Beyonce.